Hello, welcome back to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. 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 Where four pens discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. What's in I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm curious to what Elaine's drinking. (laughs) Uh, It's coffee with two dog hairs in it. Oh, that's what's giving her the special dog hair bonus. Mm. And I'm Tony. (laughs) Each of us has a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. Normally, we we pick these dra- uh, pick the these movies, dramas? movies from these genres, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, not drama. this is the last of the picks for Carly's birthday. Hey, Woo. it's my birthday. Carly's twenty five. Tony keeps saying I'm forty, so I appreciate yours, even though That's... I don't want to go back there either. I mean, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go yeah, forward, forward to 40. Here. Yeah, you're yeah. not 40 yet. It's <laughs> mean. I don't want to be 25 again, though. No? No. That's where I got married the first I'll time. <laughs> I wouldn't mind going back to, like, 32? 30, yeah, 30? 30 was a good year. <laughs> like going back to that year or going back to when you were that age, but this year? Well, can I just turn back my... I Well... So this current year, but you want to be 32. 30, 30 was a good year. Well, if I'm turning my bo- just my body back in time, I'll, I'd say like 25. Mm-hmm. So 25 felt good. 30 was good for me. But like mm-hmm. as far as years of my life, I, I mean 30, 31, 32, those were good years. Quality years. Did mm-hmm. you not find those years quality? Yeah, <laughs> any year with you is a wonderful year. <laughs> good answer. Thanks. We had met when I was 30, so... Technically, I'm, I'm good to go technically back. Technically, when I was 30, we were we knew each other, too. Yeah, I'm good, to, <laughs> I'm good to go back to being 25. I don't want to go back to any other point in my life, though. I want to, I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> I'm also good where I'm at, but I could, can I just I dial to, my body back? I don't want anything to change. I like everything the way that it is right now, and I don't want to lose anything. Except maybe by last Bitcoin night, it came out. Well. <laughs> last night, we're playing G.I. Joe, and I had been rubbing the dog with my foot, and I bent down, and my whole leg cramped. Ah. And John's like, what's, and I'm like, ah. and John's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I keep getting cramps for no reason at all in the middle of my back on one side or the other. Like if I arch my back, sometimes I'm like, oh, that's weird. No, no, thank you. I also got sunburnt planting those plants. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it when we got it. Don't they look nice? Doesn't the elf house look pretty? Yeah. <laughs> So Splash. <laughs> I picked Splash, 1984 Splash for Carly's birthday. The year I was born. She saved not, every one of us. No, no, not Flash. Splash. Splash. She's American. Uh, <laughs> she saved Ellen. <laughs> or did she? I don't know. Tony said there's a theory. Yeah. That he's really dead and this is a dream? No, that, that what do mermaids do? Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I'm not usually in your house when the doorbell rings. <laughs> yeah, it's loud. <laughs> Are you expecting a package? There's a guy here in a yellow vest. I'll be right back. <laughs> no, can you pause it? No, go ahead. Right. Did you pause it? No, I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> he You're the tech guy. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so... Um, yeah, keep going. Rotten Tomatoes give it a 91%. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Chael realized somebody was here. No, Chael didn't get to go outside, uh, so now he's barking through the window. Uh, critic score, uh, 58% audience score. Okay. Metacritic gives it 71%. Okay, yeah, so how does this qualify? The 58, the 58 Oh, the 50, oh yeah, 58, okay. The budget was $11 million, 
and it ended up making almost, well, pretty much $70 million. Yeah, so Tony told me this morning that they're, they made a second one. Yeah, there's a sequel yeah. to this. None of the same actors. How pissed do you think Achilles is that I put a turtle under this table? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's where I lay! I know, let me move the turtle, Achilles. <laughs> He's deadly with the turtle, buddy, be careful. Goodness. Oh, that is true, I am deadly with the turtle. So we watched the trailer to the second one. Slash yeah. T-O-O. Wow, it looks... It's really bad. It has like a 3.4 on IMDb. Which is like, bad. How bad do you have to be to have a 3? I, just being, <laughs> being a movie on IMDb gets you a, a 6. I don't think... I have no desire to re, to watch Splash 2. Although no. there was a, another mermaid movie in the 2000s called Aquamarine, which also did That's really good. That's what Amanda good. said if you want to watch another mermaid movie you should watch it. i've never heard of it <laughs> did john you just walk by no john did well, maybe, maybe they're checking the meter i don't know maybe probably and they were afraid of the dog that went to the house i don't know, know. <laughs> um, our listeners are at the edge of their oh, seats it's, <laughs> it's saturday on memorial day weekend is this the time to check meters yeah that does seem odd I know, that's weird. <laughs> whatever it is he didn't come right back so it's not somebody selling something <laughs> I have two reviews. There was only one one-star review. Wow. Wow. It's from Stump Me 77 in on May 2005. He says this movie is ET with sex scenes. Um she says shades of 1982's ET are all over this flick. Our other world heroine learns English watching TV, cross-dresses, eats sloppily. And the other world heroine gets very sick. The ultimate bad guys at the end of this film are the same as the crappy car, or the same crappy, uh, crappy car chase should have been nixed. And there's only one truly funny original scene where the scientist gets butt kicked. Butt kicked? Yeah. Gets his, his butt, butt kicked? kicked? <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, I don't mean... like E.T., so I haven't seen it in a very, very, very long loves time. E.T. <laughs> e. is a creepy poop. Hell <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like a creepy dump that walks around. But isn't that more of a kids yes. movie? And this is like, I guess, the grown-up well, version I of guess, it. Yeah. I guess, I can see, I guess e. maybe so. if I watched a lot of E.T., I, I could see how there's right. correlations. Because they're not <laughs> wrong, e. but <laughs> also E.T. isn't the only movie ever where the government tried to get the alien to experiment on him. No, it's pretty much the, all movies shoot, with aliens. Yeah. The, any movie with an alien. I wasn't or watching with, this going, this is E.T. Or any movie with a fantasy or a magical creature set in the real world. Yeah, like that's government's just gonna check it out. The government's gonna check it out. In fact, I believe there's been movies where we'd be like, Well, this is where you call the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Pretty much. <laughs> what are they doing out there, babe? That is the gas company that came to check the meters and make sure that everything is working nicely. They're okay. not installing mercury switches, are they? Uh heavy shit. Mm. But we were like, I said, maybe it's a meter person. And she was like, on Saturday, Memorial Day weekend? (laughs) Apparently so. Evidently, he came by during the week and we weren't here. I was like, yeah, you know, work and stuff. Yeah. Could they not just check it? They have to talk to you first? Well, they may have seen the... The, the meters <laughs> the, the, in the backyard. The rather large Rottweiler. That's not um, the chance. Usually people aren't too friendly about friendly. Keen on going in your backyard without your permission because technically that's trespassing. Well, I guess so. 
I just assume they check our meter. Like, if I see a person when I'm not walking there. around our backyard, I'm letting the dog out. <laughs> I feel like in the... Because you're in his house. Yeah. I feel like in the 15 years that we've lived here or so, or however many years it is since 17 years we've lived who knows. Um, I feel like maybe they've only come like three times to ask to get in the backyard. <laughs> it's not like it happens very often. They've come a couple times to check the guest thing. That's why Cindy said I was like, okay, because they've done it before. One time they were like, hey, you have a gas leak. I was like, I have a what? Wow. <laughs> He's like, yeah, if you look right here, you see those bubbles? That means there's a, there's a little leak. It's like, oh, because oh, we're going to take care of that. Thanks. So well, your, great. Your gas bill will go down now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, review is from... Oh, uh, we're still on reviews? Yes. Yes. The fuck you guys doing while I was gone? Nothing. Wait Talking about you. where the hell you were gone. Speculating as to what the dude wanted. <laughs> this one's from Simon Devlin. He says mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. This movie's not complicated, but it's heartwarming fun. It's simple, uncomplicated, heartwarming fun. Who doesn't want to believe that mermaids exist that, and that opposites attract? I love this film. This is partly because John Candy plays the same role he does in every other movie, but mostly because it's mermaids and nonsense, and I like it. John Candy's not playing the same role. No. We should do a John Candy month. You said you want to do an Uncle Buck month. I was going to say, <laughs> I... I I was going to say I should do Uncle Buck, and then I kind of changed my thought mid-thought into, yeah, we outdoors, should do yeah. a John Candy month. I love Uncle Buck, though. I think uh, my favorite is probably The Great Outdoors. Great yeah, Outdoors great is outdoors. great. With Dan Who's Harry Crumb? Plain Street's Automobile. Ooh, Plain Street's Automobile. Carly, amazing. do you have a favorite John Candy movie? It's not Canadian Can bacon. you name a John Hughes? John Hughes. John Candy movie <laughs> well, that hasn't been said yet. Well, before you said it. I could have named planes, trains, and automobiles. I guess vacation. I would have to look at his IMDb. I don't know how many I've seen. Maybe we should do right at. Maybe we should do uh, November. We should do uh, John Candy Month, and then we can do planes, trains, and automobiles because it's a Thanksgiving movie. Mm -hmm. I do love that movie. And it would maybe be a palate cleanser after a Halloween. Sure. <laughs> and Tony trying to scare the bejesus out of me. Someone write some that good. down. November's going to be John Candy Month. That's some good stuff coming. But we can't do Splash again. And, <laughs> and I'm going to veto Home Alone or anything else that he's in for more for less than like one scene. I want to do Uncle Buck. Yeah, we heard you the first time. Carly, do you know another John Candy movie? I'm, I'm going to look oh, at it. She's Googling it now. Sorry. Give me a second. I will say that <laughs> Who's Hair and Crumb is funny. The question of have mm-hmm. I seen other I like ones? It. I haven't seen I it in not know. 30 years. The Blues Brothers, I've seen that. Ooh. <sighs> Tony does not like that. No. Cool Runnings. Oh, that's oh, a good one. <laughs> yeah. Carly found her picture. That's a good movie. That, that is like a real good movie. <laughs> it's so historically inaccurate. It doesn't matter. Like Spaceballs. It's terribly oh, space inaccurate. Balls. <laughs> Space balls. I mean, so if we're going to do a John Candy month, does it have to qualify under no. our... No, No, anything? it just has to be a John, John Candy, Candy movie. movie. All right, well, if you want Planes, Trains, not Planes, Trains. If you want um, Great Outdoors, you can have it. What do you think? How Space big balls? of a role does he have in Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> because I like that one, too. Little Shop of Horrors? I don't horrors? remember him in it. He has got to be He's got to be a cameo, which I don't think yeah, I don't He think doesn't so. count if it's a cameo. <laughs> Summer Rental. All right, hey, can we talk about this movie? Also, um, John Brewster's Millions. <gasps> There's mine. I forgot about that. There one's mine. There you go. You can have a uh, great He's adult. not in it that much. Yes, he but is. yes, he is. is he? He's the co-star. With There's Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. 
John Candy is Bill Second. Yeah. I don't remember him. Yes, he is. He's in it a lot. I have to rewatch. He's his best friend. One is apparently one of my dad's favorite movies of Which all one? time. Nineteen forty-one. I don't know. I've never seen it though. I did buy it one year on DVD, I believe, for my dad. But you never. I seen believe it. it's still wrapped in the plastic somewhere. But she didn't stay, stick around long to watch it with him. No. There's oh, also, I don't think he ever opened it. <laughs> there's also stripes, although he's mm. not. No, he's, he's barely he's in that. Barely in that, yeah. <laughs> but I forgot about spaceballs. Why did so the chicken good. cross the road? They get from the left to the right. He's definitely in cool running running now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely in cool running now. This was written. Sorry. None of us are gonna do planes, trains, and automobiles. So. I mean, I'll do it. I don't care. So you're gonna do great outdoors. I mean, I'll do whatever. If I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna do planes, trains, and automobile because that's the best move. If you want me to do great outdoors, I'll do great outdoors. You should do your favorite movie, regardless. What if we both have the same one? That'll be an we'll work it out. <laughs> like I also picked well, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So here's mine. But is that your favorite? Luckily, John... I have all of these reviews already done. <laughs> but is that your favorite John Candy movie? I gotta look. It might be um, Great Outdoors. I think that's my favorite. Really? Yeah. It's so good. It is good. It's not as good as Uncle Buck, though. I think Uncle Buck is overrated. I love Uncle Buck. I have to rewatch them all. See. <laughs> oh, come November. Well, well, this was written by Bruce. Jay Friedman, Bruce yeah. Jenner. No, oh. he did. Uh, You've got mail and stir crazy. Mm-hmm. You've got and movie. also Low, uh, Lowell Lowell Gans did Parenthood, Multiplicity, City Slickers, League of Their Own, and Gung Ho. Gung Ho, yes. <laughs> Fucking Michael Keaton. Baby. I remember Parenthood being a really good movie, but I don't know if it I was forgot that movie existed like that until movie. just now. Tony really likes it. I really like that movie. Probably <laughs> did not care for it. She hates, uh, I thought happiness. it was kind of boring. <laughs> she hates happiness. We, I stopped watching it <laughs> after what an hour. Oh, really? Because and Tony was very into it, and I was very not into it. Because Cowboy really? Dan is coming. <laughs> it was directed by Ron Howard. He did Apollo thirteen, Solo, Da Vinci Code, Beautiful Mind, Backdraft. He's been a lot of stuff. Diane Wist, though, in She's so good in that. I know. Hey, can we talk about this movie for a few I guess. Just like maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> I got it's, stuff to say about stuff. Starring Tom Hanks. Uh-huh. What else was he in? Tour Story, Green Mile, Forrest Gump, Sleepless in Seattle. Welcome he, back to the he's podcast. He's never been on the park. Most from Dragnet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, but welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yes. 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 She was in Steel Magnolias, <laughs> Blade Runner, Kill Bill, Rumpy Old Men. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Look, I already there. started my background notes for the next episode. She's in it, so I already wrote down where she's in <laughs> Eugene Levy, welcome back to the podcast from Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. She was in Vacation, Schitt's Creek, American, all the American Pie movies, pretty much. I think I he's the only one who's been in them all. Yeah. I don't think he's funny. I think he's a good um, straight I love man. him in Schitt's Creek. Yeah. But I love all but, of the characters yeah. in Schitt's Creek. I really <laughs> think he's very funny, but that movie, Best in Show. I always wanted to see that. I've never seen that. That um, movie's fucking boring. Is it? I think he's really funny in that, but I don't think he's very funny in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, best. If you like Schitt's Creek, you'll like Best in Show. I'll have to check it out sometime. And of course, John Candy, <laughs> who apparently is getting his own month. <laughs> so stand by for he was in Uncle Buck Great Outdoors Spaceballs uh, blah 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 blah. 
<laughs> um, so, quick trivia. This movie basically introduced the name Madison to people uh, and made it super popular. And it was one of the most popular girls' names for the next four or five years. Who's pushing the table? Oh, the it's doll. It's the doll. sit there and let him do it and not pay attention. He's um, sitting on uh, Raphael. <laughs> Ariel originally in The Little Mermaid, Ariel was blonde. But they changed her to a redhead because of Splash. They didn't want the comparisons. Huh. I'm glad they did, though. I, I'm trying to picture blonde. I don't like it as much. <laughs> her sisters was blonde. Can I tell you my favorite per- piece of trivia? Sure, sure. Before Tom Hanks accepted the role of Alan Bauer, it had already been turned down by Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Dudley Moore, John Travolta, and Michael Keaton. Travolta passed on the advice of his agent. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, Richard Gere, Kevin Klein, David Morse, Burt Reynolds, Robin Williams, John Hurd, Christopher Reeve, and Robert Klein were all considered for this role. Wow. So let's talk a minute about who would be the weirdest pick off the list. <laughs> Dudley Moore. <laughs> it's Dudley think, Moore. I don't know. Dudley Moore plays a pretty good straight guy, though. Where Robin Williams would probably make this movie weird as shit. I, you know? What about... He'd make all kinds of weird fish and put some and all kinds of stuff in your like... Christopher Reeve or Richard Gere, both weird picks. Yeah, very weird. straight or guys. Yeah. Burt like, Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it would be we- really weird. That would be, like, there's some choices on that list. Like, the whole Might dynamic the char- the between John cool Candy yeah. and whoever it would be would be completely different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, interesting choices. Originally, John Candy wanted to be the Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy part, but Ron Howard talked him into being the brother. Um, Ron Howard turned down Mr. Mom and Footloose to to direct this. Uh, Hannah, um, Daryl Hannah's Finn weighed 35 pounds. She had to swim in it, but apparently it worked very well. And she, the underwater camera crews had trouble keeping up with her. Well, she had a lifelong fascination with... Uh, the the story of the little mermaid. She loved mermaids, and she was yeah. Tony was like. Apparently, she used to tie her legs together and swim like and that. <laughs> she was actually trying to develop a live action Little Mermaid mm-hmm. when this came about. So she jumped on it. I think she made a good choice because I don't think a live action Little Mermaid would have done well. I don't know. Based on the reviews that have come out about the live action Little Mermaid movie, I don't think it would do very well. Well, that and the technology from nowadays to do like underwater scenes is significantly yeah. better than it was in 1984. Oh. Yeah. That's why I don't think it would have worked. Tom Hanks was also in The Burbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. The nice. Burbs. The Clopex. <laughs> so the this, Burbs. This was the first Touchstone film, which was Disney's uh, other studio that it created to do a little bit more adult movies their bigger movie was probably pretty woman and they got rid of touchstone pictures did they yeah that doesn't exist anymore everything's just disney uh they merged it i want to say in the early 2000s oh, okay. uh apparently i don't know i don't know if you said this in your uh listing but steven steve gutenberg really really wanted to be the lead in this but could not get it interesting he was not on it. my list so they didn't even consider him although i could see steve gutenberg being in, I feel like if Steve Gutenberg had been in this instead of Tom Hanks, it would have been a B movie and not an A movie, if that makes sense. I don't know. Tom Hanks wasn't Tom Hanks yet. Um, I think it would have been the exact same thing because he was coming up with what? Armed and Dangerous? Also, the John Candy movie. <laughs> Movies made by Touchstone Pictures, who framed Roger Rabbit, Armageddon, 10 Things I Hate About You, The Dead Poet Society, uh, Sister Act, Pearl Harbor. 
I think just really just want to talk about Con Air, Gone in 60 Seconds, <laughs> The Proposal, The Prestige, Coyote Ugly, Unbreakable, Enemy of the State, Good Morning Vietnam, Father of the Bride, The Water Boy, Turner and Hooch. I'm just interested. Signs. Um, you want well, to talk before, about this movie for a second? Is that all right? I guess. Before the pandemic, there was a remake in the works with Channing, Channing, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum and Julian Bell and... Tatum was going to be a merman. Oh, I remember that. But, merman! But uh, I think it collapsed because of the pandemic, all that kind of shit. That someone realized it's a terrible idea. Maybe. I'd watch it. Give it really? a chance. I'd watch it too. You probably watch would suck. Tatum with a tail? It, there's probably some jokes in there. I oh. like mermaids. I want to see what's her name, the girl there sitting in the tank going, I'm not a fish. <laughs> I, I'd watch mermaids. And I think Channing Tatum is entertaining. He's funny. I think he takes himself too lightly now. Like, it worked for him for a little bit. Now he's just the joke in everything. I also have never seen, um, what, what's that movie he did where he was a stripper? Magic Mike. Yeah, I've never seen it. You made like four of those, I think. He's, I've he's, never seen any his, of them. His best movie, I'm sorry, is Haywire, starring the great Gina Carano. <laughs> That's his best movie? Yeah. He's barely in that. <laughs> is that why? <laughs> I don't know. He I liked him in he The was, Lost City. He was, he was fantastic he was in that. <laughs> I loved him in that. So great. So I think he was my favorite character. I liked him in 21 Jump Street. 22 I Jump Street didn't need to be That made. was terrible. Yeah, 22 Jump Street. So the movie plays credits over water flowing over the screen and Wooly Bully starts to play. Which you don't hear enough. We cut and to... Wooly Bully makes me think of the Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. movie. Not me. Yeah? What does it make you think of? The bully, Down. Uh, nope, the Bully Big Stick show. When I was on the USS Theodore Roosevelt, we had uh-huh. our own TV show that was on every week, and at the end of the show every week, Bully Bully played. That's the weirdest piece of knowledge about your life that I did not previously mm. know that I found out lately. <laughs> what a what a strange thing. Yep. We cut to Cape Cod. It's 1964. Ben, did they have that when you were on board ship? They had their own TV show? Was it lame like mine? <laughs> Were you also on it, like me? Everybody's on it at some point. <laughs> we see families on a small cruise uh, near Cape Cod. A young Freddy is dropping coins on the ground and pick on the ship and picking them up to look up women's skirts. And I was trying to remember, I was like, is he the one that gets thrown in the water? Is it like one of the girls finds him and throws him in the water? Because that would make sense. Because if some little creeper's looking up your skirt, you toss a little bastard in the water. <laughs> It's all, Fuck them. Let's see if shit floats. It's all filmed in like a sepia tone to play up that it's a flashback. Freddy's mom snatches him up by the arm and yells at him and his dad smacks him in the head. Alan is disinterested in this whole thing and stares off the side of the boat into the ocean. Look, Cape Cod, we were just there. <laughs> and then he jumps in, just jumps in. People on the boat freak out and they throw him a life preserver out to save him. But underwater, a young mermaid sees him and smiles and touches him. Then a man jumps in after him, yanks Alan out of the water, and he's back on the boat, and he sees the young mermaid crying because he left. And people uh, pull Alan aside to dry him off. And this was the most important moment in her entire life. Well, um, fun fact is uh-huh. she cries in this scene saying bye to Alan, but she was really crying because they forced her to be naked, and she didn't want to be naked in front of a bunch of people. The little girl actress? That little girl actress was crying. And they... they, Oh! And the asshole director's like, get that. Yeah, Yeah, Ron Howard. Opie fucking Cunningham. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Wow. That's what 
IMDb trivia, if we're to believe. I don't believe Opie Cunningham would have did that to a little I know, it's hard to believe, but who knows, man. You know, it was a different time. (laughs) In the 80s, people did shit to people, you know. What did they say? Bill Murray was hanging Seth Green off a ledge or some shit when he was a little kid? I don't know. There's all kinds of weird-ass shit that comes out. I mean, it was a different time. Accidental paint just happened, you know. It just happened. I mean... I didn't need to see James Evans Jr. Or James Evans taint, you know. No, no, no. But... It's the true Beastmaster. <laughs> so now we cut to New York City this morning. Except 1984. That's not what New York City looks like this morning. <laughs> Alan Runs owns a vegetable fruit uh, supply house. An older In man. New York City, this motherfucker's loaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> older man is screaming at Alan. He wants to know where his cherries are. Alan goes... Uh, to check around and the ones that he does have for him are all wilted. Alan says, uh, return that. But the vendor says, look, his brother Freddie already agreed to take them. Apparently Freddie lost in a poker game and this is what they played for. Mm-hmm. And Freddie shows up in his red Corvette and crashes into a bunch of vegetable crates and we're being told that basically Freddie's kind of a fuck up and Alan is the responsible one of the team. Uh, Freddie sees Alan and gets kind of nuts because he's super excited. Penthouse printed his letter. Yay. Penhouse. His story. A lesbian no more. Penthouse mm. was a magazine back in the 70s, 80s, whatever. Is that not a thing anymore? I don't think it is anymore. They do um, this. I don't know. But maybe it is. But I'm sure people don't even know what magazines are anymore. And it's, it had nude ladies well, and stuff. Now I got enough. But they had a thing called Penthouse I'm Forum. I'm Googling it right now. Penthouse Forum where you'd write stories about what happened to you. And if they liked them, they would print them. So he apparently wrote a story. Maybe it happened to him. Maybe it didn't. Whatever. So they ended their print uh, magazine in 2016. Oh, wow. But they uh, do have a digital magazine you can subscribe to. So you'll hear in a lot of 80s type movies and and shows and stuff jokes about Penthouse Forum. Mine's my letter. Their letter. It's it's what it is. Either way. It's basically dudes writing erotica yeah yeah <laughs> so freddie pulls up he's got stacks of these magazines and he's passing them around to people that work there like you do mm-hmm. playboy stolen company and stolen business too do you think no. that any but any of those pet house form letters were ever true i'm sure some of them are but probably not most of them jail cut it out the older man's being ignored and goes oh. crazy screaming at Alan again. I mean, only the current president of Playboy is a, is a man again. It was a woman for the longest time. Hmm. Hmm. He tells him that you're finished, Alan, and uh, you're, you're done in this town. No one's going to buy from you after what I tell everybody. And Alan says, well, what if I give you some bananas at cost? He says, sold. So apparently he got over that pretty quick. Alan and Freddie head to their office. The secretary's cutting up paper randomly, and she seems to be pretty much out of it. She tells Alan that her dad called for him, even though he had died five years ago. I thought she was clipping coupons. She was just cutting. <laughs> she was. I, I thought she was clipping coupons, too. I mean, what? She's just cutting. Maybe it is She might coupons. just be cutting up coupons. Maybe she's cutting up paper like she's clipping coupons. <laughs> and your brain filled in the coupons, but she's obviously a nut job, so. Well, we find out that she was hit by lightning, and it scrambled her brain. The brothers get into a big argument. Uh, Freddie has conned an owner of a large grocery chain um, to let their company be their fruits and vegetables ve- fruits and vegetable supplier. No, it's a supermarket. Is right. it a grocery store chain? Alan says, sees the reality that 
while this is a good idea, it's just too much for them to handle. Their company isn't large enough. And Alan says, no, and come on. And it's kind of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not run all the right And the brother is like, do we do fruits and vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't even know what... If he promised something that they could possibly do. And Alan gets a, get randomly gets a few calls from his apparently live-in girlfriend, Victoria. We don't ever see her. Um, and she is tired of him being at this job all the time and not paying attention to her. So she's leaving him. Like, right now. Mm-hmm. So, and Mr. Then we Zero get, knew. Then we get the whole, I can't. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Zero knew you got a divorce before you did? Mm-hmm. And we he, we get the whole I can't say I can't say I love you trope that they used to do, which is also dumb. And uh Tony goes, You know how you don't like the clumsy lady who falls down every five minutes and that's the comedy? He's like, I don't like the dude that can't say I love you. <laughs> yeah. Like it's physically impossible to hurt some or something. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if he could lie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like olive juice. <laughs> we cut to a church one of the workers at alan and freddie's company or is getting married so it's a wedding freddie and alan are ushers and freddie starts doing his coin trick again which Still. okay let's discuss and he goes <laughs> you got it's once something works i stick with it um but an eight-year-old looking up women's skirts is creepy and gross and don't fucking do it kids is a thing, but a man doing it It's is, creepy and gross. Don't fucking do it, fellas. It's something and extra. Sexual like, it's not sexual like a li- But a little kid looking at your it's underpants is not the same as a man trying to look at your underpants. There, like, there's a big difference. Also, you might not notice the kid, but you're going to notice John Candy John on all fours looking up. Like, he's got to be right at your legs. <laughs> And everyone keeps asking Alan where Victoria is. Man, where's Victoria? I like that Victoria. Where's she at? She's so pretty. Blah, blah, blah. Finally, he snaps and he goes, she fucking left, okay? <laughs> That's the news. You want the weather? Yeah. Um, afterward, Alan and his brother get drunk. Alan's babbling about how beautiful the wedding was. And uh, he interrupts a guy trying to pick up a girl. Starts talking to all the random people at the bar. He wants to find in love and get married, but he lives so, so lives a life surrounded by rotting fruit i love i like the girl that he talks to right because he starts to talk to her and interrupts this guy picking her up and then spills his drink on her yeah and then he starts to like dab at her chest <laughs> yeah. and then the guy that was trying to pick up this girl is like what are you doing and then he takes the napkin and starts to dab at her chest and she's like oh my god I'm both of you of stop touching me <laughs> what's so yeah that guy had a yes and it became a no <laughs> yeah it was funny that it was funny, funny to me i it was not funny and it's very upsetting if that were to happen to you in real life but for some reason i think that's funny what is, who was it what movie did we watch where the guy just kept putting his hand on people's chests it was rock of ages oh yes oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stacy jacks with his hands on everybody like feeling their soul that's so fucking funny stacy can do it um, while this is happening, because she wants him to pour some sugar on her. Mm. <sighs> while this is happening, Freddie has picked up two two other ladies, um, and they're about to take a 
plane to Rio. They invite him to a, their timeshare in yeah. fucking Brazil. Yeah. This is not. What did a he fast whisper in that girl's ear? I need to know. Quick trip, either. No. <laughs> I have flown. They're gonna from share New York time. to yeah. Rio. That's a long plane ride. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna sober up a couple hours into that plane ride and be. No. Uh, <laughs> like, what did he whisper in her ear? <laughs> Alan says, "Nope." I think it might have been I have a 12-inch penis. You know, I, I just, Swedish. You know, I just realized, because some of the underwater scenes, Tony and I were like, that's not New York. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's yeah. not Cape oh, yeah. Cod. That's not, not a lot of coral in New York. So, yeah, they jump in the fucking and water in New York City, and you can see, like, bullshit, I've been in that water. You can't coral. see your goddamn hand. <laughs> Maybe this movie should have just taken place in Florida, because Florida to Rio, not that bad. <laughs> well... Still the beaches in Florida look a lot more like he could have sold oranges or something. <laughs> the yeah. ones in the movie Grapes. than I don't New York and Massachusetts. <laughs> I think I, I don't, think it's just didn't didn't New York have a better uh, tax breaks and stuff in the eighties? I don't know. Everybody it's just filmed a thing. in New York. Like what they could See, have chosen the a southern thought, state like, and the beaches would have looked more like And yeah. I thought those were everywhere. Oh really? Yeah. Like yeah. I just assumed everybody had crazy eddies. I love crazy eddies. <laughs> Did you have that down here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite church murder. But but anyway, Alan says no, and he jumps into a cab and says to the uh, cab driver, take me to Cape Cod. He says, that's 300 miles. And he doesn't give a shit. He's like, do you have money? And he goes, well, look at this. I'm like, these fuckers are loaded. That's his happy place. And I looked it up just for shits and giggles. Today, if you were in New York and took a cab to Cape Cod by normal cab, Fair, fair. fair, it would be $1,050. Wow. For 300 miles. Wow. Well, yes, these guys are completely but I think loaded. If I, I was a cab care driver, that she went to Bloomingdale's and just and spent his money to drive to They Cape own a produce distribution and thing I worked in New York, in New York City. I think I would charge loaded. you round trips. Yeah. <laughs> See all those employees? Yeah. Those fuckers got money money. John Candy's got a Corvette. He should have a fucking That's not Porsche. a Corvette. That was a Trans Am with T-tops. I'm pretty sure that was a Corvette. I it was a Corvette. I'm pretty sure it's a Trans Am on I'm the side. I'm pretty sure it was a Corvette. I don't know. I was not paying that much attention. I thought it's a Trans Am, <laughs> but I could be wrong. So now we meet Walter Cornblue, who's Eugene Levy. He's on the beach at Cape Cod with some people unloading scientific equipment in crates. Alan walks up. He sees Walter has a boat and says, hey, can I get a ride to the island? Walter says no and thinks he's trying to spy on him. Because of his secret research. Trying to steal his science. Freddy's Trans Am. Really? Really? The cool sports car of the 80s. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. White Corvette. Look like a little red Corvette. Yeah. Maybe she's just too fast. That's why I hit those crates. I knew it was a Trans Am. (laughs) I stand corrected. Elaine, you were right. I was wrong. Thank you. I do know, I do love a trans am. So Alan finds another guy that'll take him across. Um, and uh, was he called the Fat Boatman or something? Something about that. Like it's fat a, Jack. Fat Jack, that's it. Fat Jack's boats. Yeah, so he starts to take him across. They're in this, like, this little dinghy with a uh, motor on it. And then halfway through, uh, Alan tells him, that he doesn't like, he can't swim, he doesn't like the water, and Fat Jack starts fucking with him and rocking the boat. Because Yelp wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. <laughs> and his boat, his motor cuts out. So Fat Jack says, don't worry, he's mechanical. And starts to hit it with a hammer. 
And then surprisingly, that doesn't make it work. And so he says, fuck it. And he says, I'm just going to jump uh, jump and swim to the other island. It's only three miles. He'll be right back with the smaller boat. Um, then he does. Tom Hanks is like, fuck. He's kind of stuck there. So he messes with the motor for a second. And it starts to work. And it takes off and throws him out of the, of the boat into the water. Swims The boat swings around and then hits him in the head. And he's sinking. Uh, while he's sinking, a uh, naked blonde woman swims up and grabs him. And like, now it's a party. And uh, take, takes him to the beach. Once on the beach, he wakes up with a major headache, and, and the woman is looking from the bushes at him. Alan sees her and tries to talk to her, but she does not speak. Yeah, no. But instead, she does the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? She stands up and she looks like she's going to run away because she's startled and doesn't want him to talk to her. But instead, she walks right up to him, buck ass naked, look, yeah. makes intense eye contact, and then jumps into the water. I'm sorry, what? She kisses now? him. Well, yeah, she kisses him. That would get his attention. Yeah. Like, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Like, she's buck ass naked and. Yeah! So yeah, she dives into the surf, and Alan's like, "What?" And then what? he starts yeah. screaming at her, and she doesn't answer. And then when he turns away, he's trying to figure out what happened. Uh, he misses it, but a giant fish tail splashes, and she goes away. Splash, also, nice. See what did, see what if did I'm like, okay, so if I'm a mer person, I'm gonna assume that we live way down deep where the Megs live, so it's I'm super sorry, she cold down there. She said way down yonder in the chat. But like, already gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Mm. Then a hoochie's I mean, what? Then a hoochie's coochie. <laughs> right. Um, but, like, Cape Cod seems like a weird place for mermaids to live. They wouldn't be fucking Cape Cod. No. They'd be somewhere down But in... that's where she lives. She's oh. hovering around Cape Cod. I mean. Stalking this dude from the water is a weird sea. choice. I mean, I guess in theory, I mean, they her, can live wherever they want. They're fish. Yeah, they're her egg wanted. timer went off? Her egg timer went off. All right. Um. Well, uh, her biological water clock. The mermaid, um, no, is swim or yeah, she's swimming underwater and she finds Alan's wallet, and then swims away with it. While she's swimming away, she bumps into Walter, who's just down down there diving. He's searching sees her. for mermaids? Yeah. Question mark. Uh, maybe we don't really know what he was um, investigating. So he had a bunch of equipment. The implication is that he was knew they were mermaids and he was looking for one. I mean, he never said what he was looking for until he found mermaids. He didn't want anybody to know, but. You it's sound a like weird... a crazy person if you say you're hunting for mermaids until Besides, you find one. everybody knows those are manatees. <laughs> Just like unicorns are narwhals. Right. So while or, and dragons were dinosaurs. Or they're all real and you're making things up because you're part of the conspiracy. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. She works for, works for big... Um, but perhaps they shouldn't have wiped out the candy cane elves. So Walter's diving nearby. Caesar freaks out, obviously. Drops his camera before he can get any pictures of her, and she swims away fast as shit before he can get a picture. It'd be a lot cooler if she swam like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> no, she swims like an actual fish would swim. Yeah. So wait, would you tell me that Aquaman's all bullshit? No. The mermaid swims <laughs> to a shipwreck. Inside the walls are maps. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... She uses his wallet to track down his location on the map. She uses a map 
from, from a shipwreck. From, yeah, what, yeah. from 1785? <laughs> <laughs> it's a galleon. They have galleons nowadays. But that map is accurate so that she can tell where he lives in New York. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they don't have a map of New York. Yeah. I'm not even going to say that that map wouldn't, you wouldn't even be, because, like, they, documents and stuff. For five minutes. Like, if it was on vellum or whatever, documents and stuff will stay good as long as they stay wet, which is why they find things on shipwrecks and they keep them in the water, actually. So, I'm I'm not going to quibble there. It could have been on canvas or, but, or something. But the fact... <laughs> Norwal hide. Norwal hide. Like, it's like, all right, well, let me go to the shipwreck that has all the maps. <laughs> like, so I go down 123rd Street. I turn a left. <laughs> I mean, and well, she in all fairness, she doesn't do that. Right, right, right. She just gets no. herself to she New York. She goes to New York. She just says, <laughs> oh, it York says New there. York. And then she finds a map that has New York on it. She didn't yes. use yeah. the map to find him. She just the cops are the ones that called found, him, and he yeah, took her She home. just found the <laughs> land back. I know. Which New York would have been there in 1785. Again. Now, I'm sorry, but when she pulls up naked at the Statue of Liberty, which I know oh, you're spoiler alert. about to get to. Whoa! I got how that. do they do that in the Channing Tatum remake? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they just show him from behind. Is he just yeah, a no. naked dude? But we that's, saw that's, all of his ass in right. that last movie. We watched. Let's discuss this, though. But there's a big difference between a naked lady walking up to a crowd of people, a crowd, a crowd of people, and a naked man yeah. walking up to a like crowd of people. Like this man will be a sex offender now. But, right. <laughs> but, but if yeah. we're playing it, if we're playing it as a comedy, I'm can, just saying. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> let this is the scene. I think they they really have to let's, figure out how they're going to do it. I mean, let's it. be honest. If there's a naked woman walking around, it's a lot more socially acceptable than a naked man. Well, I think we're going to... Because well, the naked man's going to jail. The woman's getting up. You shouldn't of, do that. You know better. Here's I, a t-shirt. I have a couple of different thoughts on this scene. <laughs> do you want to get to it and then we'll circle back to my thoughts yeah, or do yeah. we just want to... Let me get to it. Sorry. Let, let me describe what happens. Back at the Fruit and Vegetable Distribution Center, Alan Holy shows up. Bowls. Alan shows up. His head's bandaged and he sees a secretary again. This time she has her bra on her outside of her blouse. She's not doing well. We cut to Ellis Island. We're a tour guide. She seems more here, though. Just <laughs> we cut to Ellis Island, where a tour guide is showing the Statue of Liberty BS and explaining it. The mermaid jumps the railing, carrying Alan's wallet, and walks up to the group naked. All right. First of all, John pointed out that there. Where's all the women? They also changed the which CGI I didn't notice. Now. It's, it's, yeah, it's back to normal. Yeah, because on the one it, they used to have it CGI, so you couldn't see her butt. Well, okay. So that's my first thing: is her butt. Um, so she was so great ass. No, but in wow. the trivia, it said Daryl Hannah was so shy about her body that she covered her nip because, like, these are her boobs, but she covered her nipples with both makeup and band aids mm -hmm. to blur them out because it made her so uncomfortable. Is this Daryl Hannah's butt? They Ooh. don't mention whether this is her butt no. or not, but they mention mm -hmm. about her nipples. Butt. So it made well, me wonder: she is has that like her a shirt on, like a weird, yeah, uh, skin like you don't shirt. really ever see her yeah. nipples. Her but hair is covering it, or yeah. it's kind of hazy. You, you can see them like underwater. Yeah, yeah, not when she's walking around. But do we think this is her ass? I don't no, know. I'm gonna go with stunt ass. I think so. I, I, think yeah. so too. I would say no, mostly because Daryl Hannah is very, very thin, and I felt like this book. Had a little bit of meat on it, and I would it not expect nice hers butt. too. <laughs> so what I want to know? More flatter pancake ass. Yeah. Is not only was there a casting call for Daryl Hannah's butt, because there's people sitting at a table, much like this, staring at naked woman's asses, going, "What do you think?" <laughs> and Daryl Hannah's like, "Yeah, that could be my ass." Then there's All a right. lady like, you know, I was in Splash. <laughs> then okay, so my second thing That's about me. this is, would you crack it a smile? Cheeks. She walks up to the tour, okay, and she's completely naked, and they all start screaming as if she's some kind of 
monster? Yeah. No, and taking, well, technically she is. Well, and start taking photos? No. What yeah. would happen if a naked woman approached a group of people... Everybody would be like, oh, my God, what happened to you? Were you raped? Like, we would assume that she has just escaped some kind of horrific kidnapping situation. Yes. Yeah, we would not start taking pictures of her. Well, I think some do. Even, also now. But even dudes. in the 80s, I don't think that's what would have happened. Now I'm realizing that she was completely dry when she climbed over the railing. And yeah. I know that it takes her a few minutes yeah. of being dry before the fin goes away. How yeah. long did she hang out, like, under that railing? Under the seat? <laughs> Well, going is better. Her hair is dry. Her body's dry. She's completely dry. What? What does that smell? I don't know what you're talking about. It's not a bad smell. It's a cooking smell. He's cooking something. Can't you guys smell that? I smell something. It'll be ready in by like six. I I don't know what he's making, but I can smell something. (laughs) Sorry. He went to the store and he got things for dinner, but I never saw what it was. Got things and stuff? It did involve a blender, though. I think there was a marinade. Oh, shit. Somebody ain't playing. So the group, I got to get freaky on my cooking. The group freaky. freaks out, and a bunch of pervy dudes freaking weekend. run up and try to take pictures with her. Things change. Mm-hmm. When you're in your 20s to freaking weekends, like, go out getting drunk, get laid. But John pointed 40s, out like, that this, I'm make a this group is like all men. Where are the women? There's Wait, like why are all these dudes doing the statue of there are no little kids there. I'm like, there are no women and children. It's just dudes. Yeah. Like, first of all, I've been in Statue of Liberty. Lots of little kids. This is Everywhere. a weird, this yeah. is a weird choice, 1984. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was there a couple years after this. Lots of little kids everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, no mo- naked women. It's mostly kids and women. It's not meant... I don't... It's the husbands that got dragged along. Yeah. yeah. Not here. They all knew there was going to be a naked lady. They showed up. The Statue of Liberty is stupid. So, why? It, why? But you're right. If there it's had been women there, they would have been statue. trying to cover her it's a big up statue and help that her. Nobody on earth yes. <laughs> the first statue. thing somebody would have done, even if it was a group yeah. of dudes, take off their jacket and put it around this woman. Yes. The first thing Something even clearly made, happened. It's I was very in Paris. Odd. Never got to see the other one. <laughs> really? Yeah. That sucks. I saw the Eiffel Tower, but never got to see the other Statue of Liberty. There's one in Vegas, too, isn't there? That's Statue of Liberty? Well, there is one, but not a real one. Right, right. I saw that we were made of Legos. I've seen that. This is We saw the Statue of Liberty in Vegas. It's at New York, New York. It's where we got our watches. Yeah. I was going to say, didn't you take a picture with it? Yeah, but that's what the real Statue of Liberty. Right, right, right. I say there's a few of them. Yeah, too. We just saw a Statue of Liberty the other day because when we were in Tampa, we went to Johnny. No. No. What's that Red place? Robin. Red Robin. Yum. Thank you. And there was a Statue of Liberty <laughs> right the by the hotel really? station. Yeah. Hold the burger. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I didn't know Red Robin was a New York thing. I guess. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was like, ooh, we can get milkshakes. And then guess what? Milkshake, milkshake was milkshake. broken? Yep. Milkshake machine was broken. Like we were all like, we, we were all like hopped up. I'm going to get burgers and shakes. It's going to be great. Yeah, there's no shakes. I'm like, I kind of want to leave then, And then the waitress was like, I'm sorry. I have to go all McDonald's. <laughs> she was broken. Yeah, no she was a good waitress. She was a, a, health, a healthy tip. She was a good waitress. Very funny. Well, the police run up to her and uh, lead her away. They put her in a uh, New York uh, I love New touristy York t-shirt. t-shirt so that she's not naked. Back at the business, Freddie's closing a deal with the uh, man that he was spoken about earlier. Alan steps in to see what is happening when we get a fo- when he gets a phone call about the woman. He realizes who the police are referring to and hauls ass out over to the station. They see each other and their timers go off. She immediately, <laughs> she immediately kisses him. Alan takes her back to his apartment. She is super DTF and all 
Do they all the fuck time. in the elevator? Tony thinks yes. I was gonna say welcome back to the podcast. He said welcome Elevator's back fucking. to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you got a phone call that's from the police that says, "Hey, we found this woman who had your wallet. She's a blonde and she doesn't speak. Do you, are you automatically gonna assume it's the woman from the beach?" Yes. I guess. Okay, just checking. I don't I think would also I would. Go, either way, I'm going to get my wallet. Well, <laughs> yeah, I would go down there, but I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't rush the way he did, and I wouldn't double yeah. park in the middle of the street. And I would just be like, "Can I have my wallet back?" I don't know that I would be so concerned about this woman. Well, but yeah, then she like, I mean. But she, then the thing is, and I was going to do this at the end, but I don't think they're doing this. But there is a small amount of does she charm people because she's oh, a mermaid? Well, maybe. You know, like it's it's kind of People she does do have give her she does have yeah she that's does true. have quote unquote powers of some kind. So well, maybe she's a mermaid. And so. every guy she talks to is like, and I know it's Daryl Hannah's very pretty and all that, but every guy she talks to is like, whatever you need, Miss. I will say, you know? Daryl, she was the, very pretty, pretty women. Well, I think she may she may be trying. I was like, wow, pretty she women. is very pretty in this. Um, well, but she women. also like but, even when they're trying to close the store, they're like, just give her another yeah. minute. Yeah, like everybody's kind and of. That's an interesting take. I hadn't considered that because you know you hear about like the Greek sirens yeah. and because she could like and I, mermaids are not and necessarily malevolent. Right, they and I, that's what I'm saying. Is obviously they're not going this way, but there is an underroot of she it could. could be. This could be how mermaids kill people that they come up be. and they do this little game and it's all a game to her and she who cares because she just wants to kill him lures him back you can't ever come back why can't he ever come back because i'm gonna eat you <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she leads him back to the atlantis and they're like hey i got one this dude gave his whole life away for me because perhaps human meat is the best meat mm. um alan takes her back to the apartment tom hates in this one Rather small. Not yeah, a lot of meat. <laughs> well, maybe they prefer a lean diet. I mean, John Candy might have been the better choice, but who knows? <laughs> and she basically can't keep her hands off of Alan. Uh-huh. Alan doesn't complain. Um, elevator banging. Okay. And Alan's apartment, <laughs> he has a large fish tank, and she waves at them. Which fish. I thought was funny. It is funny, but don't you think you... Okay. I'm a I, I think she, she would have eaten ups- one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't she eat any? Or why wasn't she upset that he had fish in a cage? Yeah. Because we see that she clearly eats sea life. Later yeah. she has lobster. Which is I mean, the trivia. She has to. Did you read the trivia about <laughs> I that? I did not. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah is a, is a diehard vegan. Yeah. And very against animal cruelty. So there, those lobster, there wasn't lobster in the lobster shells. It was like potatoes and whatever. Um, all vegan, but she cried because lobs- lobsters died to provide the shells for this scene. Wow. Like, she's a die... She's <laughs> she's a very serious She vegan. cried. Yes, she was very upset. Yeah. Okay. I'd be mean, like, I'm sorry, you're fired the fuck out. I feel like... <laughs> they could have just made lobster shells out of something else. Yeah. They do that kind of stuff yeah, all the nowadays time. Nowadays, but... it would just be cake. Because <laughs> we make anything <laughs> in the cake nowadays. But, but I feel like they established that she eats sea life. Yes. But then she never ate any of his fish. Yeah. They didn't it would set, be. but they set her up to be like friendly to sea life. But I guess realistic in that you got to survive. So well, you got to eat, eat something. <laughs> it would have, it would have been funny if like every time Alan came home, one of them was missing. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just not mention it. Yeah, ever. just don't ever just mention it. Like something he's got ten. Next scene, something nine, something you see. To, yeah. to be truthful, I wasn't counting fish. Maybe they did do Maybe that. They we did didn't do notice. That. that would have been a great little Easter egg or whatever you want to call it. 
Well, and, and the Channing Tatum remake, do that shit. Do that, yeah. <laughs> well, Alan sings and brings her some food and turns on his TV. He says he's got to get back to work, so just this will keep you company. Uh, but then he says, you know what? I, uh, work doesn't really get started for a few more hours, and he bangs her again. <sighs> Too much that beer-flavored nipples or something. Uh, Fish-flavored. <laughs> so he leaves um, fish-flavored nipples. Yeah, well... Well, when they kissed, a little salty. <laughs> when they kissed on the beach, I said to Tony, "His breath has to be awful, right?" He was over. drunk. He kind of passed out and was left on the beach. Then he woke up. He ended up, you know, yeah. unconscious underwater, and now he just woke up again. He has not brushed his teeth but since then, before he went to that wedding. And Tony goes, "Well, I mean, has she brushed she's her never teeth brushed her teeth in her life?" So yeah, we don't know. Maybe she doesn't care. She might have. Uh, we don't know Bad about that dental of... hygiene situation. <laughs> maybe they maybe they use little sponges. But I was maybe apparently they, they don't care. <laughs> that was a little murky. Yeah. They're going at it no matter what. Well, Alan returns to work, but instead of quiet, reserved, and depressed, he's dancing around singing like he just banged a 1984 Daryl Hannah. He grabs Freddie and dances <laughs> like with him. Like you would. <laughs> dances, grabs Freddie, dances with him all around. celebrated after sex like this. Uh, this what? is a lot. <laughs> have you ever celebrated after sex like this? No. Or ever? No like one to does. any Like, have you ever had sex and just been up? Like, does it put you in that good of a mood? Or, not, like, for the not, rest of your fucking day? Not that good of a mood, but it puts you in a good mood. Well, like, I mean, that's why we do it. it's <laughs> like, on, on TV shows, they'll be like, you had sex last night. I can tell. Uh, no, you can't. I think, I think you can. I think you can. <laughs> You come in pissed off. You didn't have sex last night. I can tell. Maybe I did, and I and got pissed off this morning. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, basically, after he dances with Freddie, he kind of just pushes it off on him and says, look, you can kind of run everything. I'm going to take a nap. Um, back at Alan's... Yeah, because he had sex all night, so... He's kind of tired. Uh, back at Alan's, the mermaid is studying television. She sees a Bloomingdale's ad, and she wants to dress like that, so she's... So she goes to Bloomingdale's. Goes on one of Alan's suits and asks the doorman where Bloomingdale's is. And thank God she still has Alan's wallet? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. yeah, that is weird. And his underwear. Yeah. Well, she went through his drawers and she... Got his drawers. Took an entire outfit. He uh, grabs her a cab. Uh, she walks into Bloomingdale, Bloomingdale's and is amazed by all the lights and clothes and the makeup and all that stuff. And a retail worker sees her and immediately rushes over to help her dress more appropriately for the times. Uh, she carries a ton of clothing bags and boxes out of the store and cuts around the corner into an electronics store and watches all the TVs in their play. Listen, you see the crazy Eddie's commercial and Coke, Colgate and a bunch of... But you had Emmanuel Lewis in it. Yeah. Webster. I know who Emmanuel Lewis is. <laughs> and Webster, yes, Emmanuel Lewis, because he's the Antichrist. Wow. The roof. Uh, no, no one, no one. Mm. I was thinking, Emmanuel, God is with us. <laughs> That's what that means. Alan heads home, but no one is there, so he panics, run down, runs downstairs, and the doorman tells him about Bloomingdale's. Um, so he hauls ass to Bloomingdale's, and she's there watching Richard Simmons working it's out with him. Eight p.m. and they're closing. Yeah. 
1984. And they're it's like, we're And we're closing. Now look, I went to the mall last night. I can't believe it. it's been over a year since I went to a mall. But my sister needed to go to the mall for something for my niece. And guess what time it closed mall. on Friday night? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. <laughs> Which mall? Lynn Haven? Lynn Haven. Yeah. That's actually, we had to walk around because we couldn't get, by the time we checked out, because there's only one cashier and there was a line. <laughs> Did you walk around the outside? We had to there... walk around the outside because we couldn't get back through the Dillard's to our car. <laughs> the uh, associate says that she has been there for six hours watching TV. Because all those hoodlums at the Lynn Haven Mall. Because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> People can't act right. Jessica was like, come keep me company while Lucy shops. And I was like, what? <laughs> was, Lucy get, was Lucy getting a dress? No, or, no just shopping. Underpants. <laughs> Listeners, I'm glad you want to know about Lucy's underpants situation. Well, apparently, it's no, 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 late no. in the evening at mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret. There are no less than 15 people working, but only one can run the cash register. Wow. <laughs> Between the pink side and the regular side, Seven different employees asked me if I needed help while I was waiting for Jessica and Lucy to go through the line. <laughs> well, that's because they're trying to cl- fucking close and they want all of you out. But I'm like, but, I'm just waiting for them. I but it would be a lot be quicker if y'all got on the registers. <laughs> they Jessica sent me to get her a drink at the food court. I got back. They were next in line when I left. And I'm just standing outside like, what is happening? <laughs> So anyway, Bloomingdale's. So Alan finds her. The manager says, do you know her? He says, yes. He goes, good, we've been trying to ask her to leave, but she doesn't understand what we're saying. Meanwhile, she's a robocite. He says, because she doesn't speak any English. And then she goes, hello, Alan, how was your day? (laughs) Alan's eyes... She doesn't even have an accent. Nothing. (laughs) Alan's eyes go wide, like, what the fuck? They're like, uh, that sounds like it. She tells the man, thank you for letting me use your television. It was very educational. Alan asks her, what's your name? She goes, well, I can't say it in English. He goes, well, just try to say it, then say it in your language. And she does this extended, like, high-pitched dolphin. dolphin and it sounds. breaks all the TV glass. Like, eat a dick. Things. If it was that high-pitched, you'd be blowing eardrums. Well, if it was that high-pitched, it was probably in a frequency that humans can't hear. <laughs> but she is a different species. She is not a homo sapien. She's a homo mermaidian. <laughs> nope. <laughs> homo. <laughs> but she's a completely different species, so her vocal cords would be completely different. And it would only make sense that she would have some kind of she sounds like a dolphin. high-pitched echolocation, maybe, for being underwater. Well, you have need that for when you fight the megalodon. Well, you can't speak underwater. You think there's just like, you speak like normal, and then the little bubble of air goes and hits someone else, and then you can hear them? I hoped. <laughs> John's face right now is so mad. He's like, I refuse to laugh to that. And then it's the dumbest thing I've heard all day. As they walk down the busy New York streets, she explains she learned English from watching television. Like everyone in movies does. Of course. I prefer the way Lilo Dallas did it. <laughs> well, when, when you're a god, god, godlike super genius, you do I mean, I mean let, let's not this put... This lady talks she's, like she's, she's been speaking her whole yeah. life. <laughs> let's go with the fish lady and the supreme being, okay? There's, there's a bit of gap between them. We don't know. He there's says, a gap between them. We don't know. Lilo Dallas multi-bass. Way cooler than Madison Fishwoman. <laughs> I don't know what her last name is. But also, she learns, it's Bauer that got married. She learns to speak through That's the true. TVs the same way, but she's not 
speaking the same, like, as she's, if she were had been speaking forever the way yeah. that Madison does. She kind of yeah, speaks a should, little bit in TV, kind of like uh, Bumblebee. and, and Yeah, yeah it should have been more like Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, she should have done a little bit more of that, but that might have got old. Um, I don't know, I never got tired of it with Lilo. <laughs> Lilo Gal's a supreme being. Okay. Well, Alan asks, where are you from? And she climbs a payphone to touch a walk walk don't walk sign says "Ooh, pretty he says i guess and then she's very dodgy about answering really any questions well, about at that point i'd be like where are you from yeah alan continues to ask her but she continues to brush him off and then dances with a bunch of street musicians i mean honestly if you didn't care where she was from when you were putting her your dick in her in the elevator Go i don't away, see why you get hey. to have a problem now yeah you do because you know you already put your dick in there you already got crabs you're already pot committed. John is so mad he laughed at that. <laughs> I don't, I'm not talking anymore. You guys finish podcast. So she keeps running around. What's this? What's that? What's this? And causes a car crash. She stops at a pizza place and is fascinated by the process. She quotes TV, mer- TV commercials a lot. Alan says, look, maybe, maybe she watch a little less TV. And he asks, how long are you here for? And she says, six days till the moon is full. Well, she says something like six wonderful days, like yeah. something that would be on a commercial. Yeah. She yeah. does do it like that. She says, if I stay longer than that, I can never go back, which when I was looking in my highly detailed research about four minutes <laughs> on YouTube, there were deleted scenes from the movie. And one of the deleted scenes, she is with another mer person under in that shipwreck and the shipwreck. She is like, what are you, you know, basically, what are you doing? And she, she talks about the wallet, and she wants to go see this guy. And he, and the, the lady's like, look, if you go up there, don't fall in love, and you can only be up there till the moon turns fuller, then you can't come. She kind of gives her the rules. Like if she stays dry too long, yeah. she can't. Yeah, can't come back. And you can't feed her after midnight. Yeah. That would have been a handy scene. Yeah, but then there would be two mermaids in Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's the I shipwreck mean, and the coral, though. It's very strange, too, because they kind of make you believe that maybe she's all alone. Like, in the beginning when mm-hmm. she's crying because yeah. he left, and then she still remembers him. Like, she doesn't have a full life full of other people. Yeah. But then at the end, they go to, like, Get Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. And it's like, okay. so are you the only one? Or are you one of a million? Yeah. And you have all kinds of friends and family. <laughs> Okay, obviously she's mad. I spoilers at the end. She says, "You remember when you were a child and you could you were fine underwater? Well, I can do that. Like she can make him fine." And every time she lets go of him, he looks like he's gonna drown. I know she's got to touch him I'm the saying, whole time. That's how she kills him. The other, <laughs> the other deleted scene was kind of fun. Like whenever, she, whenever she's walking down the road, like a string of cats follow her because she smells like fish. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, they didn't think that was as good. That is funny. Well, Alan thinks that she's speaking. You should of, do that with Channing Tatum, though. We should just have cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're always like licking them or something. He's like, get the there fuck would off. Be, <laughs> okay, they need to bring this movie back. <laughs> <laughs> We need to write it. <laughs> Who do I need there, to write hey, a letter to? I don't want to be that guy, but there's a writer's strike going. <laughs> you guys are looking for some content <laughs> from some uh, un- unproven writer. I mean, I'll be I'll be a scab. I mean, what a Hollywood writer's going to do to you? Like, fuck off. Well, yeah. never know who we are. Like, Post on the they're internet not about to this cross the picket line because that's the only thing they're doing right now. Famous people crossing. Anytime a famous 
person crosses the picket line, like a director or an actor, mm-hmm. to go to fucking work, mm-hmm. then they then there's like they post it on the internet as so you can you know shame them for going to their for going to work. I mean, I don't know. If your picture is making a billion dollars and your writer only got paid 10000 I can see why they would be pissed. But at the same time, well, a lot of I it, don't know. A lot of it you also, need to have a better deal. A yeah. lot of it is they Stop want, swimming with sharks and get upset when you get bit. They want to uh, make sure that they ban all the AI stuff because... Because they're a lot do of these shows better are and cheaper. Need writers anymore yeah. If you can do the AI thing, I, well, that's, I don't think I have AI... no bleeding heart for you because where's the bleeding heart for the guy who was working at the shoe factory who was putting in widgets or whatever, and all of a sudden his job went away? Where's yeah. the picket line for them? Eat a but dick. I have never. I mean, yes, the AI created visual art is good, but I have never read anything that an AI has written that I've been like, now that's some good shit. And it doesn't, but we we use it in our group. We fuck with it, and it isn't. It isn't that it's good, but it can plot stuff for you yeah. in seconds. So you're like, like the middle, we're like, hey, I want to see, I want a Little Mermaid, a splash, but with a guy and a couple of these scenes in it. You know, it'll just go, and there you go. It's not great, but it is something you can build from, and mm-hmm. it cuts the time in like a half and stuff like that. And that's now. Like in ten years, it'll probably be able to write good stuff for you. But for now, it's just a tool. But they want, they're so scared of it because it's just yeah. happening. And next is going to be well, actors when they figure out they can do CGI like actors and make a movie. Like really do we need to pay Robert Downey Jr. $50 million and we can do it for free? Bunch. Exactly. Yeah. See? <laughs> we start cranking out movies. I don't think you can. <laughs> there are some, th- I mean, maybe in the future, yes. But I don't think any job can be, re- you know, because AI takes what human minds have already done and built that. Like those AI art. They're they're taking pieces of what human artists have done and That's merging true. it and making something new, which I don't. I don't know. When the war happens, I do rather understand be why they have a problem with it because they're just stealing other artists' bits of this yeah. artist's work and bits of. The, but they're not actually creating anything of their own. Oh, I wish the machines so, would take over. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Yeah, they can't do much worse than the idiots we have working for us. I'm just saying, eventually. Tony's job could be done by machines. My job could probably be done Eventually. by like. What do people do when machines yeah. do all of this? When you don't need firefighters anymore because you have machines that do it. When what you was, don't need. <laughs> what was that uh, movie? Where, uh, the cartoon movie where they're all like old fat people sitting in there drinking things and watching TV. It's called Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Thank you. Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, how do we make money? Alan thinks <laughs> there's going to be a lot of rich people and the rest of us are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're going to have to institute fascist um, yeah. population control because you don't need all these people. Yeah, people and are going to die. there's not enough resources for all these people. They're going to go from, I'm your friend, more personal, we're all going to have to kill you now. <laughs> we will kill so out what? our own race. Yeah, and the first thing you're going to do is make sure that everybody doesn't have guns mm-hmm. because they can't fight back if you don't have a gun. Like yeah, hands. but your gun doesn't really do a lot of damage against the machine, though. That's true. But you know what it does? Those little pipe bombs that Kyle Reese made. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, keep going. Sorry. So Alan thinks it's some kind of immigration thing that she's referring to. And he says, look, we're going to... But the other thing, immediately, we're going to have to come up with some kind of English name because I can't pronounce that crazy dolphin stuff. And he's like, well, what's a, what's a, a girl English name? And he says a bunch of names, Kimberly and Sarah and whatever. 
And he goes, we Joni. can't do that. And he goes, but we, he goes, we're going to take Madison and then we're going to cut around 123rd or whatever. And then she goes, ooh, I like that name, Madison. He goes, well, that's not really a name, even though it's like a president's name. And he it goes, was the last name. It was a name. That's why it's on the street. Right. Right. At this time. Yeah. Yes, at this time, way. it was not a lady's like, first name. I feel like this... I, well, Madison started the trend of girls being named Madison, but I also think this was around the time when people realized you could take last names and make them first names. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, yeah, you can be Madison. And then he says, I'm glad we weren't walking on 123rd Street. <laughs> that was nice I don't think she would have picked that. Yeah. <laughs> but she might have. She thinks things So are he tells good. her, look, I'm going to find a hotel for you to stay in. And then she looks real sad. And he goes, well, I didn't want to assume that she I mean, wants to stay with me. we boned all day. <laughs> and then she goes, smiles and says, of course she wants to stay with me. You're the reason I came here. And then they kiss again and smile. And Alan um, looks up at the partially full moon. And it's sad. In the middle of the night, Madison wakes up, grabs a container of salt, and runs a bath. The tub fills up. She dumps a bunch of salt in and hops in. Her legs switch to fins, and she seems to relax. Elaine. This scene makes me step. irate because irate? he gets well. Look oh, at him oh, oh, yeah, because yeah. of him. Because of him. It up. made Tony mad yeah. too. <laughs> he gets up and he's like Madison, and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "What are you doing in there?" And she's like, "Taking a bath," and he's like, "Can I come in?" And she's like, "No." So he gets angry and breaks down the door. Well, the one thing is. He says, are you okay? Is everything okay? She says, and yes. she says, yes. But then she falls out of the tub and there's a big yes. flump. And then he gets upset. But then she immediately says, I'm fine. And it's like, yeah. look, you're I dropped fine. the shampoo. Yeah. yeah. Also, I can hear the dryer through the door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's just be real yes. here. But this made me so angry. I got up in the middle of the night and I want to have a bath. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Leave now, me alone. Look, my lady parts are sore. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I want to take a wrong. bath. She has been catching bees so she crawled out of the sea. It just... <laughs> that was a joke. But I, I, will, give, so I will give it a 15% pass because she made the flump noise. Yeah. And she doesn't... I dropped the shampoo. And she doesn't know the world. Yes. She didn't. She wasn't. She. But wasn't, it's still ridiculous. She wasn't fluent enough to um, make up the proper excuse yeah. that you would need in this situation. But either way, like, like. But oh my god, but he's yeah. like, I'm coming in. I know you're not okay. Why are you like? Please don't. Yeah. And he does it anyway. He smashes yeah. the door open, but no. she has already. He already smashed. Yeah. No. <sighs> it's not okay. His I'm, response to he, any of this. He, and then she leaves. And do they leave that tub just full of salt, salt water? Salt water? That's probably yeah. not a good um, idea. And I needed him to just pick up the salt. <laughs> yeah. I kept, I kept I thinking that him, was going to happen. I needed him How to notice in here? that she had the salt mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Well, they bath salts. <laughs> Epsom salts, I would have been fine with. Well, maybe That's they... normal. Bath salts, yes, are Epsom salts, basically, but... But well, Morton's um, salt from the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> well, she couldn't weird. find any. It's a weird choice. Why is this in the bathroom? And I don't even need him to connect it to her. I just need him to go. That's weird. <laughs> Did I leave this in here? But why? Alan says, How and why? What? What? Did I need to gargle salt water? I know, right? <laughs> so there, but like, I needed that. If you were going to go through all the trouble of putting salt in the bath, 
and make me think that she needs salt water to turn back into a mermaid when later the fucking hose does it. So what was the whole point of the salt in the bath? I guess. guess. But it didn't need to be there unless he saw it. See, these are little things that would make a difference in in Channing Tatum's movie. When we write it. We need her to notice the salt in the bathtub. We need her to notice, all right? She's confused. She doesn't know why. It's just a weird thing, but we need her to notice, all right, Channing? Channing Tatum? Yes. I I really think it's going to be Jonah Hill. You know he's... Jonah Hill. You know Channing Tatum is one of our hundred listeners. We we all know this. He's a big fan. Yeah. Writes us those emails all the time. That's true. That was bad. CT. Oh. <laughs> While in the water, Walter's diving, looking for his mermaids. When uh, he starts to panic, he surface quick, surfaces quickly. And once topside, he sees that one of his idiot helpers is, is laying in a chair, and the chair leg is crushing his air hose. Walter screams at him, sees the other one is reading, like, a, I forget what they call it, the Star something. something. It's like an Inquirer. Star or, Entertainment or something Inquirer like that. Inquirer-type magazine or paper. And Walter berates him and says, "This we're a scientific group. We don't read this trash. And but these guys don't seem to be part of the scientific no, group. They seem to be yeah. people he hired to run, yeah. whose boat he bar- he's, he's hiring or something like that. He's barely paying them. I know. And then he's, like, they don't, it's not filmed correctly for him to notice her on the paper. Like, he has the paper, and then he throws it back at him, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, he can't even, the the actor doesn't even get, like, a good sight line on the paper. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't make sense that all of a sudden he's like, let me see that. Well, you yeah. just had it in your hand, and then you threw it back like at him. Like, if he had noticed it yeah, when he had it the first time. Or, like, what even, like, this is just trash. Like, look, this says, and then he sees the woman. Yes. Yeah. But... It's just like it's odd. And and on the paper it Ron, says Ron, get your shit together. On a, on the paper it says uh naked lady appears at the Statue of Liberty or whatever and then he looks at her and obviously it looks like the mermaid. And he's like, Holy shit. And there's no way anybody got that good a shot of her face because she was naked. Not and in they 1984's were, paper. Like, that and, shit was dot matrix fucking. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because none of those people with cameras were taking pictures of her face. No. <laughs> you got pictures of other stuff. Her knees? Yes. Yes. And her feet. Alan comes home and sees Madison is crying. Alan is all of a sudden worried again and uh, asks her what's wrong. <laughs> and she says that a man shot another man in the street and he died right there. And he goes, the saddest thing I've ever seen. This is bonanza. <laughs> it's all fake. Alan also uh, calms her down and then gives her a wrapped up box. She holds it up to her face and kisses it. And she goes, I love it. <laughs> He goes, no, you, you open it. And she goes, there's more. There's more. <laughs> I laugh my ass off every time. And then she opens it up, and it's uh, what do you call this? It's a wind it's up. It's like a music box. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a snow globe. It's like a but, snow globe, but with but no water snow. or no snow. snow. It just has like a dancing, um, like Victorian couple. Yeah, and they're like dancing around. Marie Antoinette type era. Then let them eat cake. Yeah, Madison's fascinated by it. She loves it. We cut to that night. Alan and Madison are walking walking around, and they watch a street violinist and um, continue to walk around New York. They come to a fountain. It's of a big mermaid. Madison's, Madison's a little nervous around it and asks, so what, do you like this? And Alan smiles and says, yes, I do, and I don't know why. There's just something about it. it happens to appeal to me. And she asks, is Does it... Because he likes mermaids. 
And she asks, is it the sea? Do you like the sea? And he goes, no. <laughs> when I was eight year, years old, I had an accident on a ship. And, and by accident, he means I couldn't swim but jumped off a boat. I jumped off yeah. a boat. <laughs> Into the arms of a mermaid. So it was in the arms of an angel. Yeah. So sorry, that's Sarah McLaughlin. She says, oh, I know, I remember. And Alan's like, what? And he goes, she goes, no, I'm sorry, it's not remember. I got the words wrong. She goes, I, I understand. understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes, did you get hurt? And he says, no, but when I was underwater, I could have sworn I saw, ah, well, never mind. I was a stupid kid. Alan says it sucks because they're going to tear this all down anyway soon and build condos. And Madison's lost in thought. Alan says, well, do you want to go home? And she goes, no, I have five days left. And he goes, no, my house. She goes, oh, yeah. She wants to get, get some more deep before she goes in the sea. That, that tracks. At work, you must be... Or BDE Hundo P. I don't think that. <laughs> look, obviously her timer went off. I don't think that she cares about what his. Um, oh, he got that BDE Hundo P. What his P situation is. She oh, just yeah. wants it. I mean. Biggest P she's, biggest we, P she's ever had in her P. We don't know what the mermen are working with. We this could know. be huge. And or it could, could only be four still inches. Just want to eat him. And she's letting him hook her because she's like, it's all worth it if I get to eat his ass. Tony goes, oh, how do they I don't have sex now that pick- they're underwater, though? She's, th- th- how do they do this? <laughs> yeah. Anatomically incorrect. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to try to bo- talk my way through this conversation. I don't need to think about murder hey, and sex. Look, everybody knows that, all right, so when she, she has legs, she has girl parts. Yeah. So when he wants to get down, they go to the surface and bone down. Or she just has some kind of flap that opens and he no. inserts it into the flap. No. <laughs> Why no? No. Why not? I said so. But I'm I'll turn sure. this podcast around. We'll go right back to the beginning. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how a lot of water mammals do it. She like they're me. doing on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> do it again now. It worked. Freddie says there's a big political dinner coming. He puts it in her blowhole. Whoa. Mm. There's a big political dinner that they need to go to. (laughs) Yeah, the the president. president. Maybe they can network a little. Why is the produce company invited to the political dinner? Because they have money. millionaires. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because when you have money, politicians want to be around you, so you'll give them money. They don't have to buy a table at this probably mm-hmm. fundraising event because yes. he says, I want to bring Madison and not you. They pro- they should have had a whole table. <laughs> they only brought two seats. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> Alan asks, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Yeah, Alan asks if Madison can go instead of him. And Freddie starts laughing at him and picking at him. And he's like, what? Because he's in love. And he goes, Alan loves her. And he goes, and he's, and he's, and he's, and he's looking at me like... And he's actually, like, being nice, like, you know, because he was such a stick in the mud earlier. You want to kiss me. They go pay racquetball. Freddie is a cigarette in his mouth, and he's grabbing beer like you normally do racquetball. It was the 80s. First of all, John Candy was super drunk during this scene, uh, or hungover, because the night before he had been out drinking and ran into Jack Nicholson, who got him trashed. I believe it. Freddie keeps picking at him about Madison. Alan starts listing some of the odd things about her. She learned English in an afternoon. Shows up nude. The whole bathtub thing. Freddie's TV. like, look, I support the nude thing. But she probably already knew English. 
Freddy says, look, shut the hell up. You love this girl. Stop trying to convince yourself that you don't. He's a supportive brother. Then he hits a ball into the wall and hits himself in the head. And falls down. You ever been hit in the head with a racquetball? I have. You don't fall down. No. It stings. Because I see those racquetball courts, and I see that that ball could go anywhere at any time, and yeah. I say... No, that is not for it, me. It's, <laughs> look, it stings a little bit, but it's I not going to knock you unconscious. I can't hit a ball with... I can't hit a birdie with a racket. I have no spatial awareness. <laughs> I remember being a kid, and my mom... and Everybody's My mom used to go to the... Well, yes, but yeah. my mom used to go to... The, would take us with her to the gym, and we would go into, like, the kids' area. And it was... And I remember watching people play racquetball and just thinking that was the most fun... That could be oh, had no. at the gym. I always Is thought that looks very dangerous. The, there uh, used to be at the rec center, rec centers sometimes the Bayside Rec Center, when I was growing up, you had to walk past it to get to the locker room. So I always said they were packed. Like, you had to sign up. <laughs> Racquetball was, was a big thing. It was popular when I was young. <laughs> well, Walter calls a big meeting of all of his uh, they have it friends at one life. that are uh, scientists, and they hear his story about the... And the head here's a story about the mermaid, and the head of his uh, group says, "What? <laughs> you called us all out here for for mermaids? You thought there was going to be some big scientific breakthrough, and you brought up mermaids." Alan goes mm-hmm. home, and uh, Madison is super excited. She got Alan a present this time, and uh, so he leads her in there with her with his eyes covered, and then releases his eyes, and bam! It's the fucking fountain. There was a second splash called Splash Two. Yes. yes. Oh, we talked about that while you were with the gas man. It's apparently, apparently very bad. It won't be as good as our uh, remake. Oh, so it, they recast the characters. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We're gonna skip that. <laughs> he is obviously speechless, and uh, I mean, there's a giant fountain. And in it's his like, wait, how did you apartment? pay for this? And she apparently traded her necklace for it. And he said, why would you do that? And she goes, because I love you. Alice says, and I love this present. <laughs> really? But he says he loves her, too. Yeah, and then he finally says, I love you. And he kisses her. Tony goes, why didn't they just cut the mermaid part off of the fountain? Why did we have to bring the whole fountain? Yeah. They it's clearly just, had to take it apart ridiculous. to get it in here. And how is it hooked up and running? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just silly. And you could, you know. Well, fountains are pretty independent, actually. Mm. Once you put the water in it, it just has a pump and it cycles through. So you just need power. This Fountain is huge. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like that's not something you plug into the wall. You have to like <laughs> smash through the freaking yeah, floor yeah. and fall. You got to run a power source to that. <laughs> Back at the university, one of the professors um, stays and talks to try and figure out what's going on with Walter. What what is he so uh, all fucked up about? Um, and Walter is like, look, there's a mermaid in New York City, and he says. Uh, and he says, this girl, she has legs. And he goes, yeah, when she's in the water, she has fins. And when she's out of the water, she has legs. You showed me all this stuff when we were when I was little. I know you, you taught me all this. And he's like, yeah, but that was for fun. That was, was just like that was entertainment to, to relieve <laughs> stress. I didn't think you'd ex- you know, create a whole career, career around this. And they, they see, they continue... She said, you know, sailors, you would show me on the charts where, where sailors reported mermaid sightings. And uh, he says, look, I'm going to prove to you and everyone else that she's a mermaid. And he says, how? What are you going to do? Follow her around and then find some water and throw some water on her and go, whoops, look, I did it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> 
So Walter starts tailing, stalking Alan and, Ma- and Madison. He sees them walk by, and uh, she has on like this blue teal dress. Which and, was pretty. And, yeah. uh, he has a car. He jumps out of the car with two full pails of water, chases them down, and dumps them all over her. But uh, it's the wrong Sorry. person. It's some other lady wearing the same color dress. I mean, it was popular at Bloomingdale's. So a lot of ladies had it. And her large, furious husband walks over, grabs mm-hmm. his camera, and beats the shit out of him. And apparently he fractures his arm in 14 places. Alan and Madison go out to eat at a nice restaurant. Alan begins the talk. And uh, you don't have to leave. There's ways around this. You know, immigration can be sped up. You can get, I can give you a job. You can get a work visa. Or you can marry an American. And she quickly changes the subject. Oh, our food is here. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, great. It's two lobsters. Madison picks up and eats it, shell and all. Yeah. What? kind of teeth does she have if she can eat a lobster shell and all? <laughs> mm. Interesting. Because she has to have teeth that can cut through a lobster shell? That's not very easy. We have to use nutcrackers for that. Mm. Everyone says it's more about the strength of her bite rather than what her teeth are made of. Well, and I would think that a live lobster, which is probably what she's been eating, would have a not as brittle a shell as perhaps a cooked lobster. She should probably be surprised by the consistency and the flavor of this lobster because it is cooked. <laughs> yeah. It probably tastes terrible to what she's used to, I guess. And they probably don't have much fire under the seat yeah. or butter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so everyone's staring at her, and Allison notices. He says, she's really hungry. And after afterwards, they go ice skating. Madison's a natural, and uh, which is very weird. impressed. Yeah, because she's never seen ice before, which is mm-hmm. also weird. She well, lives near Cape Cod. It's yep. very cold. She's seen ice before. She That's says there's bullshit. no ice where I live. There are icebergs. Yeah. Dead ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, Allie, you're looking at me. I didn't do it. I'm just saying. Well, in the Channing Tatum remake, well, we'll fix that. Exactly. Yeah, we could. Uh-huh. Now, uh, now you're on board. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Alan pulls her aside. Uh, Madison Shocker is kissing him, and Alan's uh, kind of takes a hold of the moment and he continues to talk about their future. She says, "Look, I'm sorry. Um, that's just how we eat lobster where I'm from." He goes, "No, I don't care about that. That's not what I'm talking about." He goes, "I'm trying and doing a bad job of trying to propose to you." Madison is stunned. She says, "No." no. And he and says, like, "That's it. No, not you want to kick it around a little bit. You want some time to think about it." She goes, "No." He says, he says, why, are She's you like, married? like, I have to go home. Are you married already? He goes, I know you have some big dark secret that you think you can't tell me. But uh, he goes, what is it? Are you dying or you want some man? Whatever it is, I don't care. And she says, I only have three days left, so let's try just to make them wonderful. Alan says, fine. Then he gets real mopey. He's upset and pissy. He skates <laughs> off and ignores her. She tries to talk to him and be smile, smiles and nice like she was. But he gets really shitty with her. And then she starts to cry and run away. And Alan berates her. And he goes, well, what is this place? That, where is this place that you live anyway that doesn't have ice and doesn't have clothes and doesn't have TV or music? What place is this? And she removes her skates and runs off. And Alan tries to follow her, but she still, he still has skates on. The guy that runs the place tackles Alan and starts to yank his skates off. He's like, look, you rented those. You're not running away. And he falls anyway. I mean, you can't run in ice skates. I do want to po- point out that on Channing Tatum's IMDb, oh under his upcoming in development, it 
Dustless Splash. <laughs> also, an untitled Monster Project. Shh, don't talk about that yet. We're still in talks. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, Madison runs off and uh, it starts to rain. Alan searches everywhere for her and we find eventually that she's hiding under a bridge, scared because it's, it's raining. So, she gets fucked if she walks out into it. The next morning, Madison is uh, walking around and she's staring off at the river deciding on whether she wants to leave or not and then she looks like she makes her decision and she starts to unbutton her dress and she looks like she's going to dive in and we cut to Alan sitting at the ground at work Madison approaches and he says Alan he looks at him and says well yeah and then she says yes and he's like oh shit now Alan's ecstatic he's planning all the stuff that they're going to do um, he runs they run back to his apartment probably to bang again because it's been five seconds <laughs> and uh, there's a janitor who's mopping out in front out in the hall with one arm with a broken arm turns around it's Walter we see that they jump in the elevator and he runs up a few a few flights to see where they're going basically smashes the hose pulls the hose out he's gonna blast them as soon as the elevator doors open he blasts the occupants and it's the man and woman that he soaked before the husband is even less happy about this and beats the fuck out of him again and throws him down the stairs. We see Alan and Madison uh, went back down because he remembers that, you know what, we don't have to wait. We can get married right now. We can go to Maryland. We can get married. Oh, yeah. And uh, then he's like, he's shit. Like, we can go get the blood test. And then he's like, no, we don't have to get the blood test. We can do it right now. In oh, Maryland. wait. The, ple- the president's dinner. We yeah. can go after. We'll go after the president's dinner. That is at 8. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be 9, 10. You're driving to Maryland at 11 o'clock at night. Like, where are you getting married at? The 24-hour drive-in at Maryland? Mm-hmm. Like, Is that You can thing? wait till tomorrow. <laughs> like, I think maybe, I don't really know, because everybody knows they'll get married in Vegas, although yeah. they've changed the marriage laws in Vegas. Well, but, they do have drive-through wedding chapels in Vegas. Yes, but maybe if they have been going to Atlantic City, what ha- right, what's right. in Maryland? <laughs> I think it's just... It's just a further drive. Well, it's just, it's just a laxer... <laughs> requirements for marriage yeah. like he was saying I guess but I don't know it's just a plot crap alright so let's see here blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so they go to the president's bar. dinner oh at the president's dinner um he, she's like okay look I want to tell you what my secret is and he goes awesome <laughs> she's like I think it's time to tell you my secret right now. in the middle of the president's yeah. dinner <laughs> yeah now she doesn't give a shit about the president no. and that's fine but she's still generally polite. <laughs> I know. Can we wait till after dinner? And she's like, no, I want to do it right now. So they leave to go talk about this. Meanwhile, Wal- Walter is, uh, or shit, blah, 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 blah. Walter has come in pretending to be a worker in the kitchen. Yeah. And gotten. He's infiltrated the dinner basically, and yes. he's got a giant water pack under so his So the jacket. Secret Service is like, uh, uh what's this guy hump dude? <laughs> yeah. Is reaching for something, and he gets escorted out. Yeah. Secret Service guys immediately say, hey, dude with the hump, and then they see him reach into his jacket, he's gonna get the water hose, the water and He's nozzle, got a gun. And they tackle him, take him out. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. And then on the sidewalk, he sees them. And he starts yelling, that's the mermaid, that's the mermaid, that's the mermaid. And Alan's like, I know that guy. I thought he was crazy before or something. Mm-hmm. And then somehow, Walter with a broken arm and the Secret Service grabbing him and the other Secret Service man has the water pack, whatever it is. 
he, he still fights them off, gets the water thing. Like it drops, the water pack drops on the ground, I think, and he yeah. sees it. And then, I don't know, maybe he just used that old trick, go completely limp. So yeah. they kind of drop him and then he Sprays hoses her down. her down. Yeah. Everybody's like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? And they're trying to tackle him and fight him and stuff. And then everybody freezes because when they go and look and they see Madison, she is a fucking mermaid. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, holy shit. And all the press that were... I guess investigating this attempted assassination, I'll leave Walter and I'll run over to the her and start taking pictures of her. Which you would. Okay, so yeah. there I'm, is gonna be press at this president's dinner. I yeah. work for CNBC and I'm there to observe the president yeah. and then somebody looks like they're gonna assassinate. Well, I'm following this story because now yeah. I got a second better story. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mermaid, holy shit. Yeah. This is yes. like press bonanza. And this is where I made a mistake, but I'll fix it. So oh, good. We go into a large government facility where Madison and Alan are in different huge clear tanks. Not in the same room, though. Yeah, and Alan is yelling, <laughs> I am not a fish. And the scientist... And covering his peen tube. I don't think it's a giant peen tube because he's just able to cover it. That water's cold. There's shrinkage. He was in the pool! <laughs> the um, scientists are like, okay, I don't know... This dude's probably just a dude, but let's bring Madison in and see maybe if they interact, then he'll turn into a mermaid or something. They're just checking different angles. So they drop her, drop her in. They have their heart monitors on. They start beeping a bit. Madison's and uh, Madison says, um, I guess they think you might become one too. And Alan's like, yeah, whatever. And he says, um, you said that whatever my secret was that you'd understand. He says, I know I said that but I figured you were at least human. And then Alan starts to, like, shut down. Madison reaches for him, and he, like, recoils from her. And Madison sinks underwater. The lead scientist said, look, he's been in the water for 12 hours. <laughs> Just get him the fuck out of here, or we can focus on her. He's obviously not a merman. I mean, the chick turned into a mermaid when water was splashed on her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a black van drops Alan off at his home. The press swarm him. Hey, does she eat worms? Did you sleep with her when she, when she was a fish? Did you have to sleep with her underwater? Did she eat all your fish from your aquarium? Yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, Freddie... It would be good if there was a scene in his apartment next to an empty aquarium. And then... Uh, <laughs> just want to hang out, little thing. Freddie pulls up in his... Trans Am. Trans Am. <laughs> and pushes all the press away and starts to yank him away. He goes, has anyone here from Penthouse? And they're like, no. He goes, then we ain't talking. And they haul ass away. It's the only news outlet that he will talk to. <laughs> uh, at work, everyone stares at Alan. And they're all watching him as Freddie kind of leads him up to the uh, to their the office. office. And then he kind of stops and stares there. because what? What are you all looking at? You ain't never saw anybody that slept with a fish before? And then they get back to work. His Usually assist- thing with the fishes is a bad thing. Yeah. But he just slept with the one. And they come up to see his assistant. The assistant- fishes don't like it when you cheat on them either. <laughs> He's a one fish man. The assistant has hundreds of messages for him now. ABC, CBC, DVD, everybody's calling for him. And Bob. But she still has a shower cap on. And Mrs. Paul. I, Mr. Mrs. Paul's fish sticks. I was going to say, Mrs. Paul's a fish stick thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that was right he would be a great. I was gonna say he would be a great spokesman. Maybe not though, because he doesn't want to eat your fish sticks. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants does. to fuck your fish sticks. <laughs> he wants to fuck your fish sticks. That sounds like a big insult. Man, fuck your fish sticks. So now all the papers are talking about Alan. 
Freddie asks, how is she? And he goes, well, how is she? He goes, all my life I wanted to find somebody, and when I finally do, she's a fish. Alan's super pissed. She's not even human. And he's very woe is me. Freddie jumps into his shit and tries to get Alan to understand how incredibly lucky he is to have found someone that loves him. This, they kind of argue back and forth, but you get the idea that this does kind of sink into Alan a little bit. Like... You all your life you wanted this and you got it, so it's not exactly what you thought it would and be. And not everybody's gonna get this. I'm never yeah. gonna get this. Quit your bitching. Also, I asked you how she was doing. You're not even worried about how she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> all you're thinking about is yourself. Because I mean, Alan's character is kind of a douche. And Freddie is a good character. Self-centered. Yeah. You know, Freddie is a good character. <laughs> so we cut to Madison. The scientists are doing all kinds of weird tests on her. We see that they're doing a blood profile on her and stuff, and. Walter sees her in the tank all sad, and he kind of regrets what he did. You can see her fin is not looking well. She yeah. looks like a sick fish. Yeah, Walter says she looks really rough, and the lead says, well, tomorrow we're going to do some very intrusive exams on her and stuff like that. Walter's Sounds like, like they're going to do maybe some surgeries. Yeah, no, they're going to kill her and open her up. Yeah, <laughs> kill her. Well, I don't know if they were... Yeah, it sounded like they were at the very least going to do surgeries her, at the most kill want to examine all her organs yeah. and... And, I thought they were killing her. And Walter's like, yeah, uh, well, how does she feel about that? And he says, you know, we don't give a shit. And he's like, well, that's fucked up. And the scientist, look, Walter, why don't you go piss off and go see if you can't find a unicorn? Which, he did find a fucking mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. And here's where I fucked up. And, and come, some of the other places I listened to fucked up, too, is... Everybody assumes, because of the large military presence and all this other stuff, that this is a military facility. It's the American Museum of Natural... <gasps> oh, shit. That's Sorry. American Museum of Natural History. Because they run, yeah. in, they run in and out of it. I never noticed that before, because everybody online is talking about it, too. They're like, yeah, how did you get into this government facility? And I was like, I don't know. And then it's like, it's the fucking museum. I don't know why it's the museum. I mean, obviously the government is there. But it and is. Like, they took her to the museum, to their research labs. They didn't take her to, like, yeah. Area 51. Yeah, I know. Which you would think. But it's on now. Walter feels really bad, and he looks at her suffering in a tank, and he's like, ugh, this sucks. Alan sits at home alone and, and stares at the fountain. Walter goes to the dentist the next day to get some work done. Alan barges in. How did Alan, Alan find it, his dentist? Exactly. Now, it's very suspicious how Walter keeps finding them, but how did yeah. Walter find, or how Alan did Alan find, find Walter's dentist? Alan's very good at finding things. He found Madison at Bloomingdale's with no clues <laughs> in New York fucking city. Well, they struggle back and forth. I want to say, what, was there seven and a half, eight million people back then? Oh, uh, who knows? <laughs> they struggle back and forth, and Walter accidentally hits himself in the leg with painkillers. And they talk it out. Walter says, look, I'm very sorry. He didn't realize that this is what was going to happen. He just wanted to prove that it, to everybody that he wasn't crazy. It's trash. <laughs> Alan says he talked to every government employee that he could and calls them, called them sons of bitches on the phone, and no one can even get in to see her, so there's really nothing they can do about it. And Walter says, I can do it. So they leave. We cut to the American Museum of History, and Walter is leading Alan and Freddie dressed as doctors into the facility. Apparently they're... Yeah, I'm like... People here are going to recognize Alan. He sat in that tank for yeah. 12 hours. He should have a mustache They ran on tests on him. They know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. So it has a fish person in it. This is the thing that you I'm, don't believe. I'm just saying. He was She's just right. here. She's right. That's an excellent point, Carly. <laughs> Not only is she a fish person. Don't worry, person. in our movie. 
that you're helping me write. Yeah. For, for Channing Tatum. Tatum. Right. I'm in. So. Obviously, he'll wear a disguise in that. Yeah. yeah. She. She'll wear a disguise. She, he's going to be in the tank. She'll dye her hair. And put on glasses. Ooh, it could be a he. We'll make it a gay That's couple. That's true. I'm not into that. Somebody in asshole in Hollywood will buy it then. Or she'll just put on also do it at facial hair and dress yeah. like a dude. Oh, that's good. Cross-dressing. Yeah. yeah. Put her in a mustache. Why not? So Definitely the, not cross-dressing. No blackface. The museum. I that. never would suggest that. Blackface? <laughs> I don't know. You, you said you're going to have a cross-dressing. But it worked in the birdcage. Andrew <laughs> yeah. Hackman okay. out of retirement. I'm just say it. <laughs> I'm doing a Luthi and a Desi together. <laughs> he has to be. Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely casting yeah, steal the whole show. So either way, the facility's waiting for two doctors from Sweden, and Walter knows that, so he plays it off that those are the two doctors. The guard stops him, but Walter says, "Look." They're the Swedish doctors. They're the ones everyone's waiting for. And the guard says, uh, "Well, I'm half Swedish." And then he tries to talk to them, but they don't speak it. So they just go, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, what? And he tries to talk again. And Freddie goes, hey, baby girl, I got a 12-inch penis <laughs> in Swedish. And he's, and he's like, like, that checks okay. out. Are they going to fuck them or <laughs> What they're doing. I don't know. Maybe Want to show him a barnacle. He was going to get a little something. I don't know. So they all laugh and go in. Uh, there's another guard after this. Uh, he's kind of a they play him off like he's some kind of dumb hick or something but uh, he says no but Walter's like look what are we gonna do steal the mermaid fold her in half stick her in a briefcase just let us in oh yeah that's a good joke and he's like okay fine yeah so he lets him in once inside Madison sees Alan her heart monitor goes berserk Alan rushes over and kisses her and and you, you taste like fish she's like I'm sorry you don't have to feel bad that you don't love me and he's like you've always been able to tell how what I was feeling can't you tell right now and And has she? I don't know I don't feel like like this is a through line in this movie there's some scenes cut of that Um, one of her powers is not being able to tell what he's feeling or she would have known he was like what the fuck is this giant fountain doing in my living room (laughs) but then uh, we see the guard out front of the outside of the room, and he's just sitting there guarding. And all of a sudden, uh, Walter runs out screaming, and then Alan's dragging Madison out in a bunch of ba- uh, bags and sheets and shirts tied all up. And he's like, "What the hell happened?" He said, "We were in, trying to do a, 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 a what do you call it? A examination on her, and rays came out of her eyes and melted Freddie's face off." So don't go in there, man. Don't go in there. She'll melt your face off. And then they run to the car. Since I'm going to get nuclear weapons. And then you, they drag her out of the place and stuff her in a car and they all haul ass. Now, everybody can tell that that is not <laughs> John Candy <laughs> in that wrapped up. Everybody knows that John Candy and Daryl Hannah look identical under a shard to tell them apart. <laughs> the scientist It's got in. so bad that Tom Hanks tried to fuck... Uh, John Candy mm-hmm. in, in an alternate take. Yeah. <laughs> Scientist walks in and uh, are pissed. They're like, they already been here with the doctors. He's like, the hell are you talking about? They kick the door open. These are the doctors. And uh, Freddie is pretending to fish in the tank. Uh, they run away to go find you Madison. You have been arrested. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they go run uh, to try and find Madison. They bring soldiers and... Uh, all kinds like of the whole National Guard is yeah, here or everybody. something. 
Madison drives off her leg, her fins or whatever, and their legs again. Alan, Walter, and Madison all laugh and joke how easy it was, and they're home free now. They think until they stop at a red light and they look in the rearview mirror, and soldiers are charging them, and then they haul ass again. With, and, and Which, how did they know what kind of car they were in? No. It's a movie. You hear them, they're in a blue BMW. They say that or something yeah. to that effect. They drive. How did they know? Was that Walter's car? I think it was Alan's car. Then how would they know? They drive through parks, neighborhoods, cutting through grass, grass and stuff like that. Everybody's following them. Jeez. It's your dog. I know. He's, he's, he's stretching. He's, he keeps playing footsie with everybody. Finally, Walter says, look, stop. Just stop the car. I'm going to stop all this. And they're like, what are you talking about? He goes, I started this. I'm going to finish it. Madison kisses him lightly, and then he leaves, and he stands out in the middle of the road and puts his hand up to, to the military to stop. They're going to run shit. his ass right over. And at the last second, he dodges out of the way, but he falls down at the uh, elevator or something. <clears throat> so they race for the docks. They make it before anybody catches them, but now it's goodbye. And Madison says that she's sorry, but she can't ever come back. Alan says, well, I wish I could go with you. And Madison says, you can. And he's like, what? And she goes, no, you can. When you, when you come with me in the water, you're safe and you're not hurt or anything. And he's like, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, we'll just go. And then, I, you know, I can come back on Christmases and stuff to still see Freddie. And she's like, no, you, you can't ever come back. Because we're going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's like, well, fuck. He's like, no, I don't, you know, I don't think I can just leave all of this. And she says, I understand. And she jumps in and starts to swim away. And then, like, the Coast Guard helicopter comes in with, like, Navy divers or some shit, and they're going to catch her. And he's like, no, no. And he jumps in after her. And why? I don't know, because he can't swim. But he well, does. I mean, his yeah. choices are get arrested here. Yeah. With his, with his brother. <laughs> or jump in the water and spend the rest of your life with her. So either way. Maybe not make it. They might catch you. <laughs> Madison sees that he jumps in the water. She flies fast as shit back and gets him. They start to swim away, but then the, the divers all catch them and surround them and stuff. But they, she basically beats them up with her tails and tears their masks off. They can't breathe, and then they all float away. And, and <laughs> Alan bites one, one of them. And they're like, okay, he bites them in the leg, and then they all just swim away. And then they swim away and swim away, and then you finally, at the, at, they start playing the credits even though it's not over. And at the very end, you see, like, a, I guess it's like a city. It looks kind of like what you would expect Atlantis to look like. And I guess that's where they're going. And that's the end. I thought there was a post-credit scene. Where's the post-credit scene with the baby? What? Where it was him and her and a baby. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I got that from, but I misremembered something. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I've... Conflated splash of the blue lagoon in my mind, or something. This is what you said. What you think? That happens to me all the time. <laughs> but I, I could have sworn there like, was a post credit. This was that movie, but I guess not. So, uh, what did you think, Carly? It's your birthday. Hey, my favorite character was Madison. Okay. My mm. least favorite character was Doctor Ross, the scientist who mm. wanted to cut her open. Yeah. And was mean to the one dude, Eugene Walter. Levy. Um. Even, I mean, maybe you do think he's a quack, but you wouldn't have this chick at all to yeah. learn from if he hadn't insisted that he saw a mermaid and found her and proved that she was a mermaid. Yeah. So how about you don't treat him like he's yeah. kooky. He found you this fucking mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> he might find you a fucking unicorn. He might. 
<laughs> a splash too. TWL. Um, my favorite scene is her trip to Bloomingdale's. Dude, that's 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 what we do for the post credit sequence in our movie. He finds a unicorn. <laughs> that would be fucking funny as shit. Like all that happens. But then he doesn't blah, 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 tell anybody because yeah. he's learned. Yeah. <laughs> but he pets it and stuff and then it runs away. And he like, goes, ah. He goes, oh shit, I did it again. Yeah. You better get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what and then the closing song is Britney Spears, Oops, I Did It Again. <laughs> no. Okay. No. All right, just checking. No. So. No. Really like, bully. From start to finish, from when she leaves his apartment to go to Bloomingdale's in the tuck in his suit, and when he finds her doing aerobics at the TV place. Um, my favorite tertiary object was the present that was the box, and my favorite line is, "There's more," <laughs> <laughs> because I thought that was funny, and I like this movie. It's enjoyable. There's a lot of stuff that could be fixed in the remake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call us Hollywood. <laughs> but I'll give it a yay. <laughs> John? Hey! It's my turn. Uh, so my favorite character is also Madison. My least favorite character is Walter. Because if you weren't such an asshole, maybe she wouldn't have all this trouble. But no, you just knew better. So, um, My favorite scene... Is a hard one because it's not a real lot of scenes that stick out to me. So I'll go with the racquetball scene, knowing that um, Jack Nicholson got John Candy drunk the day before. And Tony nice. said that John Candy did that thing in First one time. take. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go with that scene because why not? Racquetball's fun. Yeah. Um, my favorite tertiary object is going to be the Crazy Eddie commercial because I've seen that a lot growing up. With Richard Simmons. <laughs> no, I decided to go with the Crazy Eddie thing. <laughs> And my favorite line is, I'm a nice guy. If I had friends, they'd tell you. <laughs> That's a good one. It's like, what? And um, I'll may bay this. If you're going to watch a Little Mermaid movie, make it this. <laughs> or the Disney um, animated version. But either one of those. You don't recommend Aquamarine? No. <laughs> and I can't uh, yay or nay the new uh, Little Mermaid movie because I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Don't plan to. Um, so. Yeah, once our Aquafina was in it, was like, and she raps. I was like, Ooh. Aquafina's in it? And she the raps. She raps. I don't find her entertaining at all. I no, get I don't like who would like her. Worst part of Shang-Chi? Aquafina. I like her too. She's fucking terrible. <laughs> Worst part of Renfield. But you'll, you'll see that soon. Okay. She's in that too? God, I hate when they... she's she's tolerable in it because she's just a girl in it. She's not like I don't like when the new it actor or actress is someone that you can't stand and they put them. She's in the new it actress. She's I in think all these fucking movies. She is four. <laughs> I think she's just a working actress. <laughs> Link. Uh, my favorite character is Madison. My least favorite character is the secretary, Mrs. Stimler. Mm. Um. I found that character very off-putting. Nothing she did was funny, and I don't know why they couldn't just have a regular secretary that gives them. Like, she, that character added nothing to the plot, to the story, no comic relief, n- nothing. There was no point of this character in this movie at all. Like, even the bad guy, like, yes, you need a bad guy, you need the scientists, you need all of that for there to be something happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it three times like it was a comedy thing. 
But and I was like, you could have had her like be right about something once, and it was like, oh shit, you know, and like, she comes up with an idea, you know. And having a faulty memory where you don't remember that my father died is not the same as you didn't realize you put your bra on the outside of your clothing. Yeah. Like yeah. I, yeah, I, was, I didn't need any of that. I didn't fun. need any of that. Uh, my favorite scene is when they go ice skating, and he asks her to marry her, and she goes, no. That's <laughs> really funny. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is all the cool sweater dresses and tights. <laughs> it's a quality look. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Um, and my favorite line is from the ice skating scene when the uh, attendant tackles him to get the shoes back. And then he tells him to let her go. Show some dignity, for Christ's sakes, while he's untying skates off Tom Hanks's feet. <laughs> that made me chuckle out loud. It was pretty much the only time I laughed in this movie. Uh, I found this quite boring mm. um it was not offensive or bad in any way so i'm gonna give it a maybe but i really don't if you want to watch didn't... tom hanks we watched dragnet oh there's lots better tom hanks <laughs> movies and um i just it was inoffensive and not bad but i didn't really think it was the spectacular thing that i would recommend to a bunch of people mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give it a maybe <laughs> tony my favorite character was freddie mm-hmm. um my least favorite brother yeah, he it was I liked his character because on the surface you're like, God, this guy's a piece of shit. But he really cared about his brother, you know, and that was really cool. My least favorite character was Dr. Ross because mm-hmm. he was uh fucking with the mermaid and he's always always giving the Hulk a hard time. <laughs> My favorite line is sorry, it's on the phone here. Um the what are you looking at? You never seen a guy who slept with a fish before? Or the tour guide when he goes, Welcome to the Statue of Liberty. The statue is a gift from French citizens who have become this, who have come to symbolize hope for all naked women everywhere. Bocce balls. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, my favorite scene is the TV stuff at the electronics with the Richard Simmons and all that. And then she breaks the TVs with the screen, the screaming and stuff. And my favorite church object was also Crazy Eddie's. Hey! His prices are insane. And I will yay the movie I like. Oh, so you picked it. Yeah. <laughs> Carly. All right, well, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, or you can email our movie podcast at gmail.com. Someone did. <laughs> <laughs> so next week on the podcast is Ben's pick. Oh, snap. We received well, Carly's pick. <laughs> we received this uh, email from Ben. Uh-oh. Uh, entitled Carly's Birthday Pick. And it reads, Dear Underappreciated Movie Gang, Not to be outdone by Audra, I have decided to humbly write into your mailbag so that we can justify the electricity used by Google to maintain your account on its mail server. I humbly submit the following for your attention. My pick for Carly's birthday month is the 1987 romantic comedy Roxanne, which stars Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah in a 1980s retelling of the French play Cyrano. Having no review score under 60% and having made its budget back three and a half times, this movie only qualifies as a birthday pick. However, I feel the time and society has forgotten Roxanne and it has, by virtue of time, become underappreciated. There's lots more to his email, but we're going to save it because Carly has decided to pick it yeah. as her next movie. Next week. Nice. <laughs> so next week on the podcast. Is Ben's pick for Carly's birthday. Roxanne. <laughs> so Carly gets five movies for her birthday this year. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that special? I mean. You went with Under the Sea instead of Wooly Bully? Yeah, Wooly Bully. Cool. 